1: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
0: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
2: Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com acast and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
3: What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to a very special episode. Of weird news Wednesdays. I am joined as always by my partner in crime, Mister Shaw Me Sean, How is it
2: going? I'm good. You said my name correctly, Connor.
3: I was. Go- I, w- I. didn't know whether to introduce the top ten situation or introduce you first, but I realised you were more important.
2: <laughs> that, well, thank you for that. But <laughs> leads me on to my first question: What top ten situation, Connor? <laughs> Um, we've done it
3: literally every year How do you not know for fucks oh, I, black, sorry, I just black segway. out oh, It's
2: sorry. a segway oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so like a two wheeled year, vehicle Sean. that you ride around on While standing yeah.
3: up <laughs> Every year uh, we choose Our top 10 weird news stories Of the year, well I say we choose The listeners choose So, listeners do all what the hard work is, yes. Over the previous say 51 weeks We do say 6 or 7 stories every single week On Weird News Wednesday And at the end of the year, we put all the best ones into a little bit of a poll and Mm -hmm. we throw, say, 25 of them at the listeners and we allow everyone to vote. So you get to choose your top 10, your top five, basically all your faves. And at the end of the year, we rank them in terms of how many votes they got into our top 10 weird news stories of the year as voted for by our lovely, lovely listeners.
2: And and it's always a fun time. I drink four cups of coffee and try and edit it. It's great. One time I did it on a laptop with two gigs of RAM. That was I not fun. That. I that had laptop a break. Killed <laughs> itself. The laptop actually died, like not long after finishing that recording.
3: But because we got through it. Yeah, and it's it's just more of a bit of a highlight package, fun show. But it's every story that ranked in the top ten back to back. So um, obviously, we will start at ten and we will work our way all the way up to number one. And um, mm-hmm. a really interesting thing to listen out for, Sean, this year is something that's not been in previous years. Is in May of this year on my birthday, I got a brand new microphone, you and did you can indeed. definitely tell <laughs> when it happens.
2: Yeah, so we're gonna this this podcast is charted uh it's before microphone and after microphone bm and am we'll call it bm and am
3: am i feel like is already owned by some other sort of greenwich mean time but we don't care about that shit okay
2: we're no, taking no, over but, yeah we're we're taking back am for our own <laughs> means um but yeah so connor will sound a little bit different i think i've had roughly the same mic for most of these but i think I'm so. I, it used sure. to be
3: a, it used to be a lot worse when we started, and that, like, because it's a highlight package, every show is different. So it's kind of swapping between them all. But there, this year, by the way, we get, we had the most votes we've ever had in the top 10, so it was hotly contested to find yes. out what was the top 10. Um, and in between the top four, is I will say, is there was like less than 10 votes between them. They were all on like, they, I think it was 58, 57, 56, 55%. Something ridiculous like that in terms of the
2: votes. Well, well, it's good to know people enjoyed them anyway. And look, if your your favourite story didn't happen to make it into weird news. um, Look, there's nothing to say it can't be. Here's here's what I'm going to say. It's because we hate you. It's because we hate you personally. No, 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 no. If your story didn't make it in, um, consider it the honourable mention of the year. (sighs) Uh, Good. That's good. That covers a lot of them. It covers all of them, mainly. So <laughs> oh, I think, no. yeah. So actually, just imagine, pick your own top 10 and imagine that. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> and have a happy new podcast. Happy New
3: Year, guys.
2: <laughs> Bye.
3: Enjoy. It's a story that, nor, it has human error, leads to massive consequences, which is one of our favourite <laughs> niches. But I like when the consequences don't harm things. Or yeah. harm anything else, this one leads to a wildfire. So, I'm interested oh. to know how you feel about this.
2: I, okay, I'm gonna. Uh, this, I think this might be the stance of the podcast. I'm anti wildfire.
3: That seems a strong stance to take, Sean. But, like, <laughs> this isn't also a gender reveal party. This is even okay, stupid.
2: I thought that was where it was going no, no. but good to know it's
3: stupider. It's, well, there's quite a lot of those stories that I think like, okay, well, those people are idiots. What can you do? Just leave the gender to yourself. <laughs> or if not, <laughs> don't even think about it. Don't even look at Gender's it. Gender's made up. It's whatever. Do whatever you want but don't be... Fucking fire
2: fireworks in the fo- in the forest. That's what I would say. Don't don't flamethrow a pine tree just to tell us your kid is being born.
3: Just give me a blue or pink or a fucking red or a green ribbon, whatever ribbon you want to use. Um,
2: just a smoke bomb and everyone disappears.
3: He's a magician. We're having a magician. Um, so, Sean, I have. Self-alleged shaman charged with starting California wildfire after allegedly boiling bear
2: piss. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, That's my 1960s wrestling name, is boiling bear piss. Now here's the
4: thing,
3: you can understand why the headline, why I want to talk about this, but also, wildfires are bad. I don't really want to talk about the massive damage that this has caused. But this might be the stupidest reason we've ever heard for somebody setting fire to our lovely earth.
2: And you expected us to quickly touch on this story, correct? I mean,
3: I mean, there's a lot going on, <laughs> but I also want to skip the bit of all the damage she's caused because <laughs> it's course, quite a lot. Of course, um, it's true. A California ex, uh, quotation marks, Shaban.
2: See, it's, it's, it's an audio medium, Connor. Well, he I, that's why the, I said it? He held up the quotation. But did marks, I do the quotation? And there was marks? a moment where he thought, "Oh, this will be fine."
3: Yeah, no, no, I don't think so, Sean. I think I'm an expert here. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, it's about this big, <laughs> right? So, look, take um,
2: off that hat, Connor. <laughs>
3: I'm fully nude other than the hat. Uh, <laughs> uh, a California shaman charged with starting a wildfire <laughs> that was threatening comments. lots of homes claimed it started by accident while she was boiling bear piss to drink according to local reports. To Alexandra Suvarnirva, 30, faces up to nine years in prison after allegedly, allegedly sparking the Fawn Fire, which has destroyed nearly 90 small structures, and she has pleaded not guilty to it, okay? Right. She is now being eyed, possibly, for starting other fires across the state. So, she's also a bit of a pyromaniac, but she says this time, she didn't mean it. The other ones, maybe.
2: This one, the, absolute accent. The other one's purely for pleasure. Pleasure. Uh, but, like, I don't think she realises the effect because, I've and I've tested this, if you Google bear piss, the first result that comes back is a woman charged with starting fire.
3: Because <laughs> nobody else has tried this.
2: <laughs> She's the first in like the the collective hive mind that is the internet. This is the first instance we have of boiling bear piss. Also,
3: the sentence "self-proclaimed shaman" is also a great one. It just gets overlooked by drinking bear piss. I think self-proclaimed shaman is would be an opener to any weird news, but it just gets overtaken.
2: That's true. Like, but but also, I feel there's so many and this is a bigger it but like there's so many self-proclaimed shall we say alternative medicine gurus mm-hmm. online at the minute namaste no see that's an actual thing i think <laughs> i'm not <laughs> sure <laughs> we're not educated enough to know <laughs> let's move on from whatever statement i was trying to make but i'm quickly realizing i am out of my depth <laughs>
3: I think that's good Go over your depth Say something uneducated Let's just see who we can Offend
2: Okay okay For, uh, Let me try <coughs>
3: okay,
2: I think wildfires Are not that bad
3: Ah uh, no is that oh have I, I oh no I fucked
2: there.
4: it to, to oh, be fair that's... actually
3: if you put on Twitter I think wildfires are bad somebody be like a wildfire is my dad okay just you need to that's stop true. okay <laughs>
2: oh about- no. oh we're cancelled again
3: <laughs> As to, it's not even for us actually our listeners are very nice but I just read other people's comments like Come on, guys. <laughs> just It's fine. i just fucking dial it back like 10%. <laughs> <laughs> like famous people, Sean. You don't want to read those comments. Absolutely not. Oh, no. Um, as the fire raged on Wednesday, Suvernaver claimed she had been hiking and trying to get to Canada. According to documents obtained by the outlet, she told forest officials that she became thirsty on her hike. And so she came across a puddle of what she believed to be bear urine. And then try to make a fire to boil it, Sean. Because that was the smart thing to do with bear piss.
2: I don't think you can boil any piss and make it, like, okay. Be I a bit of sage. A
3: bit of mixed herbs.
2: Just, oh, I think you're... you're yeah, see, that's how to get rid of ghosts that are possessing your house, Connor. <laughs> but uh, bear piss is... Like, pay, like pay, <laughs> piss as a concept... <laughs> or as a, like as, a, as an actual chemical don't, thing Don't
3: be slagging piss Bear grills is going to listen to this your, You need your to body hold is on a,
2: to yourself Your body's a massive filter yeah, And piss is everything that it couldn't deal with
3: Yeah It gets so rid of it
2: imag- like, And imagine what that's like for a human Then imagine what that's like for a bear
3: Yeah but what if you boil it What if you you boil it all up And then drink it
2: uh, You have warm piss Is what you're dealing with then <laughs> And we've all dealt with warm piss yeah, in various boil, ways yeah, in our life. You
3: boil, boil the germs out of it. And then you're just left okay. with sweet, smooth piss going right there. Then you're
2: left with essentially salt water. Mm-hmm. Lovely salt. Num num nom, nom. <laughs> like the sea. <laughs> piss and sweat have a very similar composition in that they're both made up of basically a lot of salt water. She's on a hike. She sees a puddle
3: yeah. that she assumes is bear piss. And she's yeah. thirsty. And her first yeah. thought is, I'm going to drink that bear piss, which I feel... There's a lovely
2: freshwater like, waterfall just there was, down there.
3: There's <laughs> right behind it. She's like, no, no, no. I'll not walk the 20
2: yards over there. She's there like boiling piss in a can over an open fire. And like a, like a, a lovely hiking couple come up and are like, sorry, do you know where the freshwater still is? And she's like, oh, it's just down there. The reservoir. Where's fucking, the reservoir? The reservoir. Um, where's the free bottled water stand?
3: <laughs> um, so she's on a hike she sees the piss then she's like I gotta cook it I'm not just gonna drink the piss normally that's fucking mad it'd be crazy to do that so she then decides that she's gonna try and boil it according to documents obtained by the outlet she then found that while trying to start the fire the, wo- the wood was too wet for the fire to start so
2: smoky wood.
3: So look, she downed the fire, she said, I'll move on. There's no point I can't get this fire going. I'm just gonna She was so mad, but she had to throw away the piss. It was it was a lost cause. And so Okay she thought this animal piss uh, she she thought the animal piss was um the plan that she got rid of. And so she moves on, she continues on her own hike, she goes away. Eventually she gets trapped several minutes later in the brush Amid the inferno behind her that she had caused setting fire inferno. to the whole forest because the wood was not too wet for the fire to start. She didn't properly put it out, Sean, and ended up setting fire to the whole forest.
2: <laughs> okay, that's a that 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 that's quite a big oversight hmm. in terms of you know, fire management. Um and, and, and that's a bad thing. But just to go back to the piss thing for a second and boiling piss. A couple of things that the viewers might want to be aware of. Go on. Buzzfeed have a video called What Happens When You Boil Urine. <laughs> oh, they was rad out of articles years back. Absolutely. But also, someone does... Uh, on Someone on Quora points out that if you boil piss, like, the first thing that's going to boil is the water. Like, well, you're getting like,
3: rid of the water. It's just pure you're piss. You're boiling off
2: the... It's, it's like concentrated Maybe piss she... is all you're left with.
3: <laughs> Even Bear Grylls is like, ah, oh, you need a bit of water. You can't be just drinking the piss. Oh, you
2: can't drink piss neat, like. <laughs> <laughs> just piss on the rocks, please.
4: Piss on the rocks! Please. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, so she goes to boil the piss, backs out of it, she moves away. And she ends up basically starting a whole forest fire that several minutes later she turns around and the whole place is an inferno. The police eventually catch up to her, uh, the fire department, and she was asked to empty her pockets and her fanny pack, which had CO2 cartridges, cartridges, a cigarette lighter, and an item containing a green leafy substance she admitted to smoking that day, Sean. So the self-proclaimed shaman, her thoughts was, I did nothing wrong I just kind of said that Accidentally I did this The police are saying This was on purpose She's a pyromaniac And she's under suspicion Of other fires And she set this fire In a forest Sean where are we Coming down on
2: Oh look I mean it doesn't look good In terms of There being a string of fires Attached to one person
3: I I think the excuse of I was gonna drink bear piss Is so out there That it might just Fucking work
2: it's ve- yeah, like it like it's like being late to school and saying you had diarrhea. Like no one's going to question you on it in normal circumstances. But if this is the sixth time in a month that you've had diarrhea. Yeah. Someone has to step in and be like, "Are you okay?"
3: Yeah. And I think at this point her excuse is the wood was too wet to start the fire, but then it then it comes up the point of, "Well, if the wood is wet, was it not raining?" And then surely there has to be a normal puddle somewhere, not the bear piss puddle.
2: Are you suggesting that this woman passed by some freshwater puddles in pursuit of a bear piss She's puddle? just mad about the taste. It's like, I mean, I imagine it would be like drinking water down vinegar at a certain point. Then and that look, that's just me being a fucking professional chemist saying yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I think yeah, yeah. it's important to remember that this woman caused so many so much damage through this one thing that this is her big grand excuse for this massive problem that she
2: has created. Is I just fancied some bear like what like but like but would you Okay and we don't usually delve into this form of fucking discussion on the show
4: hmm.
2: Would you rather drink your own piss Or a random bear piss Somehow it
3: feels more intrusive if it's somebody else's
2: Yeah Like
3: you're more like it, connected <laughs> to your- it's,
2: it's farm to table as much as it can be <laughs>
3: Sorry, can I just have uh, my piss on the rocks, please? <laughs>
2: <laughs> can, I, can I piss in a jar and you just serve me that throughout the night? That would be lovely. Thank you.
3: Thanks very much. Thanks. <laughs> thanks you're looking well there now. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and and whatever you're having
3: yourself. <laughs> and what, what does she want? And for the lady, what do you want?
2: <laughs> oh, yes, that'll do nicely. <laughs>
3: Tip the gentleman; he's giving me my piss.
2: <laughs> the uh, no, this is a horrifying story. Like we're laughing about, it, but yeah. my god, see, it's only funny because
3: heard. of this. Is the story that came out of it? Like I did. No, know, we're
2: not laughing at wildfires. No, that's all. We just stress
3: that. Stuff? I that the whole thing is awful. But the, her excuse is something that we need to cover because this is so batshit that someone came up with this. That this is her ba- This is her plan.
2: Yeah, her plan. Like, is it a lie is the main, like, it, it, would she lie about the fact that she was trying to drink bear piss?
3: Maybe she was drinking bear piss while setting the fire.
2: Oh, so like the, the initial fire to boil the bear piss and the fire that started the wildfire it's are like, separate fires.
3: It's like two truths of a lie. Like, you, you tell a truth within the lie to try and get away <laughs> with it.
2: I love bear piss. Yeah. I've started a wildfire, and my favourite colour is purple. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wrong. Red. ha.
2: <laughs> 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 We're all going to burn to death.
3: Anyway, officer, where are you taking me?
2: <laughs> what are these handcuffs? <laughs> um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Weird News. What a week of Weird. It's been a. It's- it's been a lot of getting into people's heads this week mm. about like what drives them to do these things. Just
3: a lot of lunatics. And that's why we're a here lo- for weird news. And I it was a long time ago we covered Couples Come Down With Me and
2: Junior Bake Off. <laughs> Which I'm glad it's made a comeback in mm. a big way. Mm. Regular bake-off is back at the minute. Tis. If you want to keep up with that. is. Uh, I'm an episode behind though, so don't say anything. I to won't me, say Connor.
3: a word. <laughs> I won't say a word. I watched it last week myself.
2: Oh we got I'll catch up the season so <laughs>
3: we'll have to have uh, a weekly catch up.
2: <laughs> we actually will before the show.
3: Bomb squad called after a man gets admitted to hospital with World War 2 bombs stuck up his arse. What?
2: How do these things happen to these people? There's been a lot of stuff shoved up places recently. <laughs> The bomb squad was
3: called to a UK hospital after a man was admitted with a World War Two explosive stuck inside his arse. A spokesperson for the Gloucester <laughs> Royal Hospital explained how a patient had presented with a munition in his rectum. Is that a thing? Munition. A munition.
2: Yeah, munition is it's it's something that's fired, I believe. No, not um. ammunition. A no munition. munition! Yeah, no munitions. Like you get supplies of munitions, which are like missiles ah. and things. Like a, a cannonball is technically a munition.
3: Fuck hell! Your your pirate love has kind of come out. I did not know. No, that.
2: I I told you it's uh, eventually mm. it would come in handy, and I'm vindicated.
3: Staff were concerned that the explosive could still be live. Oh fucking
2: hell! Oh <laughs> that my gosh.
3: Imagine having very, a
2: bomb up your arse, and that's the least of your problems. You'd be walking to hospital like the Pink Panther, wouldn't you? Like <laughs> you'd a very gentle stroll.
3: Like, like this is bad, but it could also be worse. It if could, anything happens,
2: could get much worse any minute. Like that's mm. like you know, like oh man, not to not to bring in toilet humour, but like you know, you'd have like a risky fart, and you don't know which way it's going to go. <laughs> that's the riskiest one of all. Cause you could die and kill everyone with you. <laughs> oh, oh! How did your how did your father die? God, I'm so sorry to hear. What happened? You're not going. You're not going to believe. <laughs> if I say the words "risky fart"
3: to you, what do you think of? Because I have a fucking other level.
2: I thought he went into hospital for a routine procedure. Oh, he did, but this oh, yeah. other lad. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> this other lad showed up and he had a few onions earlier in the day and it was not looking good.
2: I mean, I've heard the term explosive diarrhea, but my okay, lord.
3: I mean, um, according to the newspapers, the patient explained that he had, and Sean, I think you would like this, slipped and fell onto the artillery shell, which was two inches wide and was part of his military mil- memorabilia collection. Um, why?
2: How? I don't think. What's the position that that thing is stored in that you can easily slip and fall onto it and it falls through jeans? Like.
3: Ah, Yeah. (laughs) I never even considered that. But yeah, the idea is he has to have just been out of the shower. Yeah. And he's he's home alone. He's just out of the shower. The phone rings. He has to go answer the phone. And he doesn't even have time to get a towel. It's a whole thing. He answers the phone. Yes, no, I, I don't want any issues. I, I'd love to join your pyramid scheme. Just give me five minutes. I can't hear you. You must be louder. I'm only wearing a towel, he said. It yeah. doesn't go with what I just said, but that's fine. But <laughs> so, then he,
2: he simultaneously picked up like a bottle of oil and this this munition uh, yeah. and spilled both of them together.
3: Together. And then accidentally went. Oh, Slipped and on fell the oil.
2: Backwards and on, onto the bomb. Just perfectly aligned so that it went right up there. That's yeah. a, it's a very it's a very uh so it's it's like the Death Star, you know, like it's a very narrow opening to cause so one much weakness. damage. It's a it's a two inch wide exhaust port in his body. But
3: Where's I, Luke Skywalker when we need him
2: Oh Mark Hamill would sort this right out, I guarantee yeah. it. But the the thing is for this man to be vindicated... And look, if you if want to shove it up, up him, that's fine. Do what you want. Make sure it's not live would be my only suggestion.
3: I wouldn't... Uh, I just wouldn't use a bomb. I just feel like...
2: Yeah. I feel like I there's an ad-level
3: danger you don't need.
2: But so, uh, well, maybe he does, Connor. Maybe... Maybe... Maybe, maybe, <laughs> he maybe it's all off with that doesn't now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he started off with bombs that were clearly not working.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it lost all its trail. <laughs> and so he just had to buy an untested bomb off of ebay <laughs> give me just, one
3: nuclear bomb please
2: <laughs> oh the no that's too big <laughs>
3: <laughs> bigger bigger too big,
2: <laughs> too <laughs> Take big. It back. step it back step one back uh I, to like vindicate himself that it is an accident this man needs to post pictures of the pants he was wearing at the time well because the patient
3: it- explained Sean That he had slipped and fell Onto the artillery shell Which was of course two inches wide The guy said he found the shell When he was having a clear out of his stuff He said that he put the shell On the floor And then he slipped and fell on it
2: And it went up his arse But uh, the, Why would you place it Pointing up on the floor What do, I, I don't know what a, a, a An artillery shell looks like uh, and it I was 17 like
3: a, centimeters long by six centimeters wide. What? <laughs> Gee,
2: then the whole thing. The whole
3: thing. It was typically fired from six-pounder anti-tank guns.
2: What the fuck? There's so okay. Some of these are massive. I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna put 17 centimeters on the end of this. Yeah. And. Yeah, that looks about right. That looks yeah. like a cartoon artillery shell.
3: <laughs> you could see the Roadrunner being hit by one of them.
2: Absolutely you can, but yeah. Roadrunner from the front I'd imagine. It's a kid's show. Yeah. But
3: <laughs> like, that was a deleted episode. So <laughs> fucking beep beep indeed.
2: <laughs> beep beep indeed. Mm. Oh wait, I think I found it. I think I found the actual <laughs> oh, Lord, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Hang on, hang on. So it's called a fifty-seven millimeter anti-tank, is what I worked out here. Yes. Uh, so yeah, roughly the sixty that he was talking about, and then there's a photo of it. I would encourage anyone to Google fifty-seven millimeter anti-tank. I'm going to send this to Connor right now. Oh, it's because up. it's compared to a man's hand, and it looks ridiculous. <laughs> He's seen the thing, gents. Holy shit! That's too big. It's too big. Like look and look. I I, look the length manageable, I would call it, but (laughs) the sheer girth of the thing. (laughs) I don't think he fell. He fell on it. I don't. (laughs) No, no, he didn't, Connor. Because (laughs) there's no way that smoothly enters. Is what I'm saying. Oh no! Especially. Yeah, I think that's the actual one. That's the and it's
1: harder
3: film. to ex. It's hard to explain how it so smoothly went in without following it up when we lubed it up first because then you didn't fall. Exactly.
2: No, and that it, like, it's it's like rusted a bit as well. Like there's there's a texture. <laughs> it wasn't to rusted
3: it. before it went. <laughs> <laughs> brand new, brand new fucking shell.
2: It's like how coal turns into diamonds under pressure. <laughs> This man has destroyed the stainless steel.
3: <laughs> that had shitting jewellery. Everybody <laughs> quick. That's...
2: I look, I look, okay, did they determine whether or not it was live? Could this man have killed everyone? Because uh, this upon, is designed to take out a tank, by the way. So upon inspection, uh,
3: they ensured that there was no risk to the bomb, that they ha- it had been discontinued.
2: Okay. So but okay.
3: there was a risk because he said there's a bob in my arse. They of course have got to check that out because I feel like self-exploratory we could all die.
2: Yeah. And like the, there must be some part of like the attending physician is like this is a joke surely. And like then when they do the x-ray, god help him if they fucking put him in an MRI machine. Oh no. But <laughs> if they they deem, they do the x-ray, they deem, okay, there is something lodged mm. up there. But then they have to call the army.
3: Yeah, there's the, there, There's the call. The call comes in to these lads, who are all, yeah. in my head, they're all training. Like, they're all out in the course, like, doing these <laughs> fucking mad-ass, and the general gets a call. General, <laughs> you're not going to like this. Are we under attack? Worse. Much, it's worse, much worse than
2: that. <laughs> And then he just like does the two finger whistle in his mouth, and all of the soldiers come running at once. It's just like we, we trained got a for cold this ride. boys. <laughs> we got a <laughs> cold brown.
3: <laughs> this is what we've been training years for. because
2: like, the thing is, because uh, I, sorry, I keep saying the thing because there's so many elements to this story, yeah. but they don't generally just send like if it's like the bomb defusal side of things, they don't send in a man to do that. They send in a robot. Yeah. So, did they send the robot in? Because did, ha- did they did it have to take it out of your man's arse first, or do they have to dis do disarm it inside? I think the doctor it took it out. The doctor took it out first. Right. Okay. Yeah. And and then they took a look at it to see what. And could then have they
3: took a look at it.
2: you would be a fucking brave doctor, wouldn't you?
3: <sighs> Fuck me! Like you're at the you're at the end of a forty seven hour shift.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> and you're just like, got to stick this bomb out,
2: of, take this bomb out of this guy's arse. There's there's no reason this could happen. Make preparations. Get something with, like, a. a, I was going to say with a lead on it, but that's. A (laughs) dog. A dog. Dog. No, don't. Don't put a dog. Oh, God, no. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) Make sure it's it's something with a lead on (laughs) on it. Come on. (laughs) Little Timmy, I bought you a puppy. You're never going to believe where it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not under the tree
2: you hear a very muffled yelp <laughs>
3: call the bomb squad <laughs> I put a bomb up the dog's arse before I put it in my
2: See, there's <laughs> yeah, a bomb in my arse sir this looks like a dog no the dog ate the bomb and went well at <laughs> Showmill's <was> boss <laughs> you don't
3: want to know <laughs> I just want why mine was the bomb
2: I'm the bomb now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, so just if you think you're having a bad day, I love the idea of he... There's the moment after, clearly... And I don't want to put words in this man's mouth. Mm. or, Or maybe assume things. But this was definitely no accident, first of all. But he has to reconcile with the fact that at a certain point, he has to go to the hospital... And his story is always, I slipped and fell
2: yeah, on the bomb. On the way, you're definitely thinking they're never going to believe this. Like, they they hear this all the time. But how long do you think, how do? You, how long do you try yourself to remedy the situation?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you try for, oh, I'd say hours. I think, oh, yeah. Because the I, the guilt for the other side, the shame <laughs> would be like sh- well I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go out of this myself.
2: Yeah, like I yeah, I, I'd give it a good couple hours before trying it. And I I mean do you get do you walk? Do you get a taxi? You don't drive yourself, surely. <laughs> you cycle <Can> you- <laughs> Oh God, no, no. <laughs> Optimum mode of transport for that would be an electric scooter. Because you can just stand up the whole way. Good. That's actually good.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Or oh, conversely, man. one of those Hannibal Lecter trolleys that you're rolled in on. Yeah.
4: <laughs> From home. Put <Yeah. laughs>
2: the mask is over your arse.
3: Oh. <laughs> you're facing the wrong way. And I just have his trousers pulled out and the mask over his arse. And everyone's just like, that's very strange.
2: Oh, it's to stop him from eating anything oh, else.
3: Has <laughs> a mind of its own. It'll eat any bombs you have.
2: Oh, I love this story so
3: much. <clears throat> no, my God. Um. So, Sean... Look, this man's had a bad day, but I felt he like has. we need to start with that because that story I read, and I was just like, you know, you get the face of like, yeah, all right, yeah, he fell. Um, so we're going to move on, Sean, to another stolen object, right? It's a stolen inanimate object, and okay. it's 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 a lot closer to everyone's hearts than than you would think because I have police are out on the lookout, and are offering a $1,500 reward for the safe return of Ronald McDonald,
2: Sean. Ronald McDonald? Yeah. The mascot? The mascot, yeah. Right, okay, so is it, okay, is this is interesting. Is it a missing persons case or a stolen property case? So,
3: in the Michi- Michigan community, Sean, in Woodhaven, they have a little bench, and on the bench they have... A life-size version of Ronald McDonalds.
2: I, my, my McDonalds as a kid had one of these.
3: Yes. And oh so my God! Why it's would you been steal there that? for years, for centuries. Many people have seen it. It's been lovely to sit upon and have a chat with Ronald, and maybe get freaked out because he kind of has a bit of a weird vibe going on. That's but it. what can I you do? I might want someone
2: carved swastikas into his eyes.
3: Oh, that's a nice story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just that I mean, you have to sit beside him then because you have to get the picture for the birthday party. And then
3: are you endorsing it by sitting there or are yeah, you like...
2: No. I burned the photos. What can I say?
3: <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. I that, I've that's a my LinkedIn profile <laughs> picture. <laughs> Me big thumbs up. <laughs> big thumbs up for Ronald. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, that, But that's a big thing to steal. And aren't they usually inside the McDonald's?
3: They are usually, but this one is outside the McDonald's on a bench ah, and is attached to mistake. the bench. Sean, somebody, and I don't want to name names, but somebody cut the bench and cut off the <laughs> bench that Ronald was on. The bench he sat upon was so cut, up a bench. and Ronald was taken. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay it was a pre-planned operation yeah because I imagine like it's easier to just make a bench with Ronald McDonald on it than to make mm. a bench and a separate Ronald McDonald that has to fit yeah. on the bench yeah I think look there's one obvious suspect
3: <laughs> I knew we'd come to him and I felt it was too obvious have you ever seen an episode of CS9 like that guy's the killer and you're like he's definitely not the killer because you said he was the killer <laughs>
2: Yeah, and all evidence points to him being the killer. And we need Are a we
3: talking about Grimace or the Hamburglar?
2: I was uh, Personally, I was talking about the Hamburglar because, mm. frankly, I don't trust him. Uh, but I
3: don't trust Grimace. What does he know?
2: No, Grimace is the wild card, to be fair, mm. because Hamburglar, to be fair, this doesn't fit his MO. It's no. in the name.
3: He literally doesn't give a shit about inanimate objects.
2: That's true, but Grimace. Mm. Does, does what does Grimace he love? Have...
3: Nobody knows.
2: Fries? Is Grimace the one that likes fries?
3: There's an ice cream van going outside, by the way. <laughs> if Here's anyone a... hears it, yeah.
2: Well, that well, good because the McFlurry machine is broken.
3: <laughs> yeah. Why is he selling ice cream? It it's night
2: time. <laughs> it's yeah. It is seven, like seven o'clock in the middle of March. <laughs> And it's
3: pitch it's getting dark, I will say that. And it's also raining a little bit. In Ireland, you don't sell ice cream until June at the earliest.
2: It's yeah, it's not uh it's not great ice cream weather, but look. Do, maybe do you know what that bored. is? That's
3: a positive mental attitude that he woke up this morning thinking today's the day <laughs>
2: That's it look, if you bring it they will come, is what we all learned.
3: <laughs> so back to Ronald, right? He yeah, gets sorry, I'm on the shot.
2: McDonald's wiki by the way, looking at the lore for Grimace.
3: Oh. Okay, they, yeah. this is this is where it's gonna come in. Shall we're gonna solve this?
2: We are Grimace's whole thing, by the way. Uh, he was originally evil Grimace, <laughs> yes, and he has. Go
3: on, sorry.
2: <laughs> he had two pairs of arms with which to steal milkshakes. Fuck. Is what Grimace's whole thing was.
3: Why are they bad about theft? I don't know.
2: There's a lot of theft in the McDonald's universe.
3: It's a weird bit of lore that I don't like.
2: It is, and then he was. Oh, he's been retconned that he's now one of the good guys and he now only oh. has two arms instead of four.
3: Now all he steals is hearts.
4: That's... <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Oh, and he might have a brother named King Gonga who rules over all the Grimaces. <laughs> My God. Who came up with this shit? Oh, you're going to love this. Oh, uh, one, of his, one of his most popular family members is Uncle O'Grimacy. How does arrived- he have
3: popular and non-popular family members?
2: He's apparently not even a human. Go on. I don't know, but Uncle O'Grimacy is the one that oh, comes around every March to bring shamrock
3: oh, I. The minute you said Uncle O'Grimacy, I thought, surely not. But now I yeah. feel like I've been violated. It's <laughs>
2: really You're
3: telling me McDonald's are bad. <laughs>
2: I mean, look, I've been, I'm have i on the Uncle O'Grimacy page and there's an entire three paragraphs titled Controversy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're dead fucking right. You're dead right. What, what controversy is he involved in? He's hardly got any scandals going on.
2: Apparently, he was quoted as saying the... I'm, I can't say this on the podcast. Oh, okay. I actually can't.
3: <laughs> Wait, who was quoted as saying anything?
2: Gr- okay. is this is
3: not a fictional character, or is this a guy in a suit saying racist shit?
2: I think I look. I, oh, I think this page might have been edited.
4: Um, <laughs> okay,
2: because it's saying uh, apparently Grimace said in a pub in Philadelphia, uh, the only good British soldier is a dead British soldier. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry, fuck Uncle off! Sorry, Uncle
2: O'Grimacy, not Grimace, but yeah,
3: don't put that on Grimace. But even then.
2: Eva's what out, the like, fuck? Sort your family out, lad.
0: What that kind is- of a... S- who, who edited that?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: What is this universe?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I started this story just thinking Ronald McDonald had been stolen. But we've we've just kind of stumbled upon the weirdest lore for anything ever.
2: I think we need to do a new Hero or Zero, but just with McDonald's characters. My brother reco- <laughs> re- requests a Hamburglar episode on the regular, actually. Oh, <laughs> so maybe there is more to it.
3: Uh, fucking hell. Just give me my Big Mac and fuck off. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ.
2: Just I, I'll take. Uh, what, oh, I don't know any other McDonald's order <laughs> other than the Big Mac. <laughs> McNuggets.
3: McFlurry. McNuggets,
2: uh, McFlurry. Fruit sticks
3: can I have some fruit sticks, please? And some bottled water.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And just a spoon from the McFlurries. I like the shape.
3: (laughs) Um, So, Sean, Ronald's been stolen, right? And why I bring this story to you is that they're offering $1,500 for his safe return. Somebody has chopped up a bench and taken Ronald away.
2: Who's offering it? Is it McDonald's doing it, or like the, the, the manager of that local branch? It just says that there's a $1,500 reward, so it's not actually saying who it is for. So it could be someone who, you know, wanted to steal the Ronald McDonald statue, but was beaten to the punch. And ah, is now like, exactly. I'll just, I just want to pay for it at this point.
3: But interestingly, Sean, this story was posted onto Facebook, which means only one thing. Facebook comments were also there, and I've picked out five of my favourites that I feel like made me laugh more than anything. Because remember, this is a story about a Ronald McDonald statue that has been stolen off a bench.
2: May- and can I posit ha- some theories as to what these comments would be? Go on. Do they call into question the youth of today?
3: Um, maybe not the maybe the youth of there, but I feel like they're. These are the reactions of people that have had a murder or a great tragedy strike them down.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Let uh, me hear them.
3: <laughs> so Barbara, Barbara Johnson, she comes in hot early on, Sean. This comment section goes up. She, Barbara's not fucking about maybe surveillance cameras from other businesses maybe they can identify the vehicle going in or coming out of the parking lot come on this is Ronald McDonald we're talking about Barbara's feeling strong pivots
2: sir. Barbara wants to Barbara's all about the rescue on this one I think and come on think clearly thinks this that is no one has thought of this either this is like, Ronald guys
3: guys 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 I don't mean to be saying this like you're fucking idiots but this is Ronald
2: he does like it's, he's hard to hide as well. He has a very distinctive mm. look about him. That's true. Uh, um, so, I, so think I think Barbara. Is,
3: Barbara's ideas is cameras.
2: Yeah, ca- Barbara's along the right track, is what I'm thinking.
3: Yeah, Scott has a different opinion now. Scott, Mister Scott, he's come in and he's got a different route that he doesn't need the police because he feels like we could do it ourselves. A community posse is needed. Mount up.
0: <laughs> Mount up!
2: What the fuck? He's in the cavalry.
3: For a Ronald McDonald statue. <laughs> Guys, get the fucking pitchforks. We're going hunting.
2: Like, and 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 who leads the charge? It's Mayor McCheese.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not fucking that Irish prick anyway.
2: <laughs> Uncle O'Grimacy. No, 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 we won't. We, we don't talk about Uncle O'Grimacy.
3: Um, so... That's that's Scott. Scott is thinking we get a group together and we just violently assault whoever's done this. We need a posse. Okay.
2: Yeah, Scott is, uh. Scott is of an opinion, we'll say. Mary, that
3: much. Mary, on the other hand, she's given up on life. She just says, nothing surprises me anymore. That's all oh. Mary says, but I feel like someone needs to check up on her.
2: Yeah, Mary, look, it has been a hard year, we'll acknowledge that, but this cannot be <laughs> the, this, final, str- this 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 be the can- final straw. I won't let this <laughs> be the final straw.
3: This is what nudged her over the edge. I was okay with the pandemic. I was okay with the lockdowns. But don't
2: take Ronnie from me. How could you, like, steal a beloved children's mascot, you know? Um, uh, It doesn't bear thinking about.
3: We have Cassie, who's come in and said, that's awful. But what would someone do with a sitting Ronald McDonald statue? Tinking face.
2: Okay, she's about the motive on this Mm. one why why would someone do this see Scott was reacting emotionally
3: Mary was reacting emotionally Cassie's coming in here logically what do they want with the statue
2: yeah do they want I don't know is is it a hostage situation is there Mm. is there is there hamburgers involved you know as kind of a ransom note
4: (laughs) if there is we know who did it
2: (laughs) that's true that would play right into my theory
3: Mm. Um, and so that, like, she's coming in logically, and I finish on Erica, and Erica's one was the one that made me laugh the most because Erica, this is life and death, okay? Right. E- and Erica starts by saying, "I'm speechless," and then proceeds to write the longest message on the board. Then right.
2: continues to speak. Perfect. Yeah,
3: <laughs> she says, "I'm speechless." What the blank is wrong with people? So now what? There is nothing you can do with Ronald. You can't sell him. If you display him in your home, someone will know that he was stolen and come and get you. And if someone does buy him, they obviously will know they are now in possession of a stolen item. Dot, dot, dot. I guess I wasn't speechless.
2: Fuck. (laughs) She's she's offset all arguments against herself there by acknowledging the fact that she wrote a long message. (laughs) Wait till she hears about the lad who stole a slide.
3: <laughs> this message. What is wrong with people? You can't do no- <laughs> she's like She's like attacking the kidnappers. Like, you can't do anything with them. You're fucking lost now, boys.
2: Yeah, this is like she's had enough of senseless thievery. If yeah. they had stolen, like, medicine or food, yeah. she'd be fine with it.
3: She'd w- she'd be willing to sacrifice
2: any human she's ever met, but just leave Ronald alone. Yeah, but I don't think that logic should apply to the people that stole a life-size Ronald McDonald statue.
3: It's true, but what if what if we are we bringing back the death penalty for these people? Because I think Erica wants the death penalty to come back no, just for not.
2: these. I wouldn't say death penalty. Maybe worked <laughs> to death might be a way to go about it. You'll have to make burgers until you die. That's, no, you have to like, you are like, s- all your bones are broken and fused into the position of the Ronald McDonald statue and you just have to like exist as that from now on.
3: That's Erica's point of view. Like she's willing to come out strong and say, you can't do anything with them boys. You've back up the wrong tree. We're coming for you.
2: We're going to find you. Someone will rat you out. I don't yeah. think
4: care.
3: So, all these people are after coming out, Sean. They have strong opinions. What are your opinions on Ronald? I feel... I'm emotionally connected to this this statue being stolen now. But what are your thoughts?
2: Right, I'm... Look, honestly, I don't really like Ronald
3: McDonald that much. Yeah. I think
2: he's kind of creepy looking. He gives Uh, off some
3: weird fucking vibes.
2: Ooh, very weird vibe. Uh, McDonald's also... I've not had a McDonald's in, like, two years. Mm. Um, Can't say that I love the food. Mm. Uh But chicken nuggets are nice sometimes, aren't they?
3: I think the last time I had a McDonald's might have been like 2013. (laughs) I don't know when it was.
2: Did you... do you remember that St. Patrick's Day when we met in the McDonald's bathroom? I didn't bathroom?
3: get anything in there. I went in and went a... to the
2: bathroom. <laughs> you didn't. There was no purchase necessary.
3: <laughs> We're talking about a time we met in a McDonald's bathroom. But <laughs> I went in because I was like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. Really quickly, I'll nip in here. I had no intention of buying anything.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I did. It was, it was uh, only a fool would do such I, a thing.
3: Actually, no, I lie. A McFlurry.
2: I'll, I'll get a McFlurry like once every three years. <laughs> That's that's fair, but I think that doesn't really count either, because that's just like no. regular Irish ice cream. Mixed yeah, with just Spartes really put bad. Shit. Yeah, just like with like all the other sour ice cream that's already in the machine.
3: Yeah. Um, Sean, do you want to move on from this tragic story to the worst day in pigeon racing history, Sean? It occurred oh. this week. It occurred, um, really? Yeah, After all, it's a sad day.
2: How long is the history of pigeon racing?
3: I can only assume thousands of years. It goes back to 19 BC. 19 BC. <laughs> oddly
2: specific for a man who just oddly said, specific. I can assume thousands of years. I can,
3: I can assume. <laughs> I like to start broad and then very quickly narrow into the just, most specific of years.
2: You just downloaded that information.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I went broad, then I top. no, the people need more. They know, they know I know this information off the top of my head. So... I mean, it's 19 BC or around 21 BC. I, I'm not quite sure.
2: Uh, well, modern pigeon racing originated in Belgium in the mid 19th century, Connor.
3: Yeah, that's what I said. The 19th century. So- the line BC. is very
2: bad, very bad <laughs> did, lately. Uh, did you
3: think I said 19 BC? I said 19th century BC.
2: <laughs> the 19th century BC. I I understand perfect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's actually further away.
2: <laughs> it is. Yeah, you're going backwards. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um. So, did the worst day in pigeon racing history, Sean? Because
2: thousands of birds have vanished during a race. <sighs> oh, and oh my god! So, P- pigeon racing, by the way, is where birds are released from one point and then they fly back and then they go to their home. So, yeah. Were these birds based in the Bermuda Triangle by any chance?
3: Nine thousand birds set Fuck. off from Peterborough. Nine thousand, Sean, underway um, to the northeast on Saturday. In what normally would have been a three-hour race, how okay. many of them arrived? <laughs> Nine thousand. Four thousand arrived, as five thousand pigeons had vanished. <laughs> in thousand? what was described as the worst ever racing day.
2: I was just going to, like, that's not a standard, uh, like, margin of loss for pigeon race like Yeah, cause over th- half. Yeah, yeah, over half of 9,000 is a lot. Uh, like, it's terrible to say, but, like, I assume on a pigeon race, you're going to lose one or two pigeons along the way. Mm. Like, one or two is tr- going to be, like, an idiot and just start flying somewhere else. Yeah, or, like, f- fucking flies... Fly straight into a wood chipper or something like that.
3: And one or, one or two are going to retire from the sport and just don't get the love from it anymore. Like or two will be done for
2: drugs after, yeah. Yeah, one or two
3: would be done for drugs. It's a situation where you might set off on the race and think it's a three-hour race, but maybe I want to see the family more. Maybe I'll start off the race and then just veer off and go back home. No pint. No yep. point.
2: Maybe it's like the London Marathon. The pigeon isn't able for it, but does it to raise money for a good cause.
3: (laughs) One of the pigeons is dressed as Big Ben
2: (laughs) flying around. One of the pigeons is like carrying a fridge to represent depression.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And 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 that's the problem. Like 5,000 of them were all special dress. And so that's why they couldn't make it. They were just on the fucking ground trying to fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're
2: a all, d- they're tied- all dressed as flightless birds.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a string tied to a fucking fridge around their foot. <laughs> yeah, I can't take off, lads.
2: <laughs> they're still at the starting point, just <laughs> Um
3: Most of the breeders I'm talking to are blaming the atmospheric conditions, possibly a solar storm above the clouds that created static in the atmosphere, but no one really knows what that's a wild that you know that's that's very similar to what I
2: just did it's very specific and then very nobody knows nobody knows it could be anything we're suspecting each one was individually struck by lightning (coughs) but it's also they could have all gotten lost
3: it's either I don't fucking know it could be anything or a solar storm above the clouds that created static in the atmosphere now it's one of those two we don't know which
2: Right. Okay. This is risky because when I put the tags on this episode, this could get us into a very different category of podcast. Okay. What if the sudden interference from five G towers? Right. (laughs) Okay. I'm in. Has upset the pigeons' natural sense of direction, Connor. Yeah. So now they're all flying to Microsoft headquarters. And and Bill Gates has an army of birds. He said army. He, no, he has an army of birds. He's unstoppable. That's like, why
3: his wife divorced him because she said, "I can't deal with these birds anymore." Bill, he said, "You're you're happy to leave? It's, said, if it's you or the birds, I'm choosing the birds."
2: Yeah, I will. I will. I will not give over these birds over my dead body.
3: Uh, and how are the birds getting in here? Windows, Linda. Windows. <laughs> Holy shit.
4: <laughs>
2: And so, and think about five G. What does G stand for? Grand, five grand, five thousand. Connor, five thousand pigeons gone missing.
3: (laughs) Fucking triangle illuminati confirmed. I don't know if we're going to say it. We'll go on.
2: Sorry, I'm just. I'm really enjoying the pigeon pigeon racing Wikipedia page because there's a whole section devoted to doping.
3: I like um, when in horse racing as well They're just like The horse was dope And I'm like He definitely wasn't It was definitely somebody else
2: Someone gave it it to the horse Like
3: My favourite was Wasn't there a few years ago Where one of the riders was like I didn't know that the horse was like Full of drugs I'm like Well Somebody in your team did Because it wasn't you on the drugs It has
2: to be him And in horse racing Like other ones I've heard Is that like They'll weigh down the saddles before Before they go weigh the horse so that uh, oh yeah you know that they'd be heavier and their odds are low it's a fucking ridiculous thing but like they're giving the pigeons caffeine they're giving them corticosteroids fuck off no way (laughs) what the fuck they're introducing anti-doping rules (laughs) ah Jesus Christ how does the pigeon race turn into the Tour de France I don't know but let's hope there's no maybe it was your one with the cardboard sign she's actually she's gonna
3: be at the next race (laughs) she's at every race She was at the start of this one. Five thousand pigeons just flew into the sign.
2: It's a very big sign this time.
3: (laughs) Um, So what happens is homing pigeons use the Earth's magnetic field to navigate, but their sense of direction can be distorted by a geomagnetic storm, Sean. Oh,
2: like in the movie Geostorm.
3: Like in the movie Geostorm, maybe a solar storm above the clouds that created static in the atmosphere, like
2: Mr. Richard Sayers told us. Right, okay. So wait. If it was static in the atmosphere, did it just impact their sense of direction or did it like shock all of the pigeons at once?
3: No, it's just it's just their sense of direction. So they just I they think five thousand pigeons are out there just lost.
2: <laughs> just for, forever circling the globe. Just like <laughs>
3: breeders have seen hundreds of pigeons fail to return to their clubs they've asked anyone who sees the pigeons
2: (laughs) to help any any identifying markings on well they're (laughs) pigeons sir I mean they say that they have
3: identification rings but like who's looking at a pigeon going what's the fucking ring on that what's
2: that bob Uh, is that fucking bob (laughs) how do you read an identification ring on a pigeon carefully is the answer I think you'd have to get quite close uh, you, yeah, you need to catch. You need to catch the pigeon, like the famous hmm. show. Exactly. You need mut mut mutley and all the lads. All the lads. Pigeon racing was contested at the nineteen hundred Olympic Games in Paris. What? Yes. yes? There. That's weird. They're, like that's not a very good spectator sport. I would say. No, it's it's it.
3: Although it, oh, no, to be fair, any of those spectator sports, like if you turn up and you're at one part of the race and then they just all run past you, and then it's like, right, well, that's
2: done. (laughs) We'll go home now. It's like the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Like, it's just... But that's designed. Like, it just moves and there's different things all the time. (laughs) A race is like... A very shit parade.
3: Not to keep it on the tour de France, but th- those lads are absolutely like, in Irish terms, booting it. <laughs>
2: so yeah, oh, right. You, like, yeah, they're not hanging around to wave. Like they're going
3: about 60-70 kilometers an hour, just like cycling. And so, they came to Ireland a few years ago, and my dad always told the story of everyone lined up for hours to go down and see them, and yeah. they all stood down, and they all just went, vroom, and then they were just gone. And you were just like, well, that was good, <laughs> right? Good. Jeez, I'm just glad you saw it. <laughs> like that blur that we've seen. Um, so... They say something happened to disrupted their navigation abilities that they can't find any of these pigeons. And if we find them, we have to return them. They also say we should give them food, water and a rest before allowing them to continue on
2: their way. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking press report put out by the pigeons being like, Ah, yeah, lad, just give us a room and board for the night and we'll, we'll, we'll move on.
3: <laughs> Sean, this is the worst day in pigeon racing history and you're taking the piss. I'm not I think taking- it's
2: outrageous. Look, I have nothing but respect for the pigeon racing community. You know, I don't this. have much respect for the lads that trade them. I don't have respect for the pigeons. To be fair, pigeons are doing the hard work. Uh, yeah, it's, quite, it's 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 a pretty messed up hobby when you think about it. Because uh, now five thousand pigeons have just are lost. Like, what if they had a family back home?
3: It's the, the thing about that is, is why we're allowed to cover this is they're not dead; they? they're just lost. That we know about. <laughs>
2: so, so they're just flying. They're just so, flying around someplace. How do you? It was were the nine thousand pigeons? Were were they all belonging to one person? No, it's like you
3: have trainers. You'd have a lot of teams. You'd have right, guys. So they all let with them with off
2: like, at once. Kind of, it's not one. Yeah, lap, so which, you
3: turn up, you rock up with your team of five, and you get the five best pigeons that you have, yeah. and you rock up, and then we rock, we release those five, and if one of those win, you get
2: the money. Oh, cla- oh, so I could get my ragtag team of pigeons together who all come from, like, different upbringings. Like, the, the posh areas. one.
3: areas, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. they don't really get on at first. And there's going to be a midpoint in the journey where they really don't get on. Oh, And split. then they realise... They split. And then they realise we're stronger together than we are apart.
2: Yeah, and, and, and they're, they're, like... And someone is telling him like, listen, you're meant to just fucking eat chips in a train station. And then he's like, stop pigeonholing me. And they say, that's what we call our house. And then then he goes off to become a Prime Racing
3: Pigeon. You train them them to form some sort of Megazord. Kind of like legs and arms. Then they become Optimus Prime and then they fly through rocket fuel to the finish line.
2: And the villain pigeon that they've been fighting against this whole time. Hurts his wing at the end in his dive bombing, and our hero pigeons dive down and yes. pick him up and carry and, him across the. And finish they're like, line. "We're going to
3: finish together. We're yeah. going to finish this together." And the little villain, the little villain has a little mustache <laughs> and a little scarf. <laughs>
2: He's a little evil pigeon. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is a movie. Pixar I could think, do
2: this. Do you think there's a movie about pigeon racing out there?
3: Uh, is there not that movie that had Ricky Gervais that was about the birds? The animated movie The anime, Oh Spies in Disguise
2: No that's oh not Oh god it. I don't know uh, Was it actually Was it
3: about World War 2 Like owls Or something
2: I, There were like War pigeons during the war uh, That like you'd Send messages by pigeon And shit like that But I don't know, I'm, is the answer. I'm
3: pretty positive there's a movie that has Ricky Gervais in it as a bird. As
2: 2007.
3: Bird. Somebody look that up.
2: Uh, let me have a look there. War Pigeons during World War 2 Yes! Starring Ewan McGregor, Ricky Gervais, Tim Curry. This is an all star cast. It's called Valiant. What year? Uh, that came out uh, 2005. Oh, I said
3: 07. That's fair enough. I said 19 Sorry. BC. Tagging with the same kind of confidence.
2: It's just like, it's so bad because it's a Disney movie, but it's just like, five years after the declaration of World War Two, <laughs> three homing pigeon service. <laughs> yeah, I think that
3: was along the same lines of all those animated movies they did for a few years always had three characters that were animals. Wasn't there the one where, um, wasn't it about a farm and there was like a cow and all that? I can't remember Over what that hedge. was called. No, not Over the Hedge. Although Over the Hedge was one as well, but there was one about a cow on a on a or a fire battles on a trip as well. This barnyard. Is, oh, it could be barnyard. That's like O four as well. That was two two thousand and six. So this is this is that movie Monday, Sean. But this is just us take, reminiscing about old movies and nobody remembers. That's what movie Monday is for. <laughs> um, that'll tell. Us. Anyone listening to this? We have a head full of useless information about shit that... Movies that I've seen when I shouldn't have.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. That's just... It's clogging up like, oh, how do you actually fucking manage a house? Nah, don't need to know that. No, Jim Broadbent <laughs> was invalid though.
4: <laughs> um,
3: so, Sean, I was going to go around the world, but we're starting this week right in our backyard. Oh. Now, this is news that... It was news to me. And so I'm assuming it'll be news to you, and I think it's pretty big news for around the world, because Ireland... Is under attack Sean What?
2: Under attack We are a neutral country People don't tend to attack us Surely Connor
3: Look out your window now You're under attack You are under attack From sex crazed spiders
2: (laughs) Tell me more
3: (laughs) This is an actual headline (laughs) Ireland is under attack From sex crazed spiders Apparently Sean Now I thought you were the Man to come to you're my expert at all things, sex-crazed spiders. That's true. Um, Sean, what have you heard in the fight? What, what are we looking to expect here?
2: I uh, look... Fun times, had by all. Uh, Death was...
3: by snoo-snoo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Death by... Yeah, tiny, tiny snoo-snoo, it would seem. <laughs> what kind of spiders are we dealing with? Like, are we talking like a... Like like, like a, uh, a spider-man situation? That it's a human spider... Or are we talking uh, spider, like a spider spider, like in the real world?
3: Spiders the size of your hand, apparently, Sean. Right. Um, now, we have a few patrons from uh, an area of the world that has lots of spiders. For example, yes. waffles. We've got right Everton. We've got all of them there, right? All yeah. the lads.
2: Does New Zealand have I,
3: spiders? I mean,
2: probably. I New Zealand was to spiders like Ireland was to snakes. Am I might well, correct like there? Patrick oh, no, turned up. So, Sorry, Shelob was in Lord of the Rings, actually, so yeah, 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 fair enough. You are correct.
3: At the the end of August, Sean,
2: which is yesterday. Today? No, it's yesterday. (laughs) Um, Oh, shit, yeah, shit. (laughs) Oh, I'm so late for so many things.
3: So, what I'm going to say is, this is meant to happen at the end of August. We're already in September, Sean. So we're at war. Yeah, you didn't even know. The war War clock had already turned up. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> okay,
3: um, Ireland Fist is being invaded by a swarm of sexually aggressive fist-sized spiders. Sean, whew, the, that is not chose a the word, you want
2: to say they chose. The word fist there didn't uh, they? Fist-sized, really sex-crazed, <laughs> you, fist-sized, sex-crazed, sex-crazed, fist-sized spider. Like, is that better than a? Uh, how many of them are there? I suppose if it's an attack, like, is it a three hundred scenario or is it a Dunkirk? <laughs>
3: these ones also apparently go from zero to 60 in one second what the fuck no. <laughs> what <laughs> look I, i'm just bringing you the news i didn't even know we were at war but apparently as a neutral country we are at war with sex craze spiders
2: how do you fight this like how do you fight a sex craze spider
3: this is par- this is surely our last episode like what i mean if it, it's already the start of september like this is the last r- recording we have
2: <laughs> what if it ends like halfway through and i somehow manage to cut both audio streams together and upload it in time
3: <laughs> just magically
2: just the no the spider does know. it <laughs> <laughs> the spiders, spider. like the world needs to hear <laughs> how much of a threat are these spiders like are they, like presumably they're sex craze for other spiders right
3: According to experts, Sean, these eight-legged freaks were on the prowl f- are on the prowl for a mate, so the Irish were being advised to keep your eyes peeled as well as your wits about you, which I feel like, how the fuck does either of that piece of information help us in our battle?
2: I, yeah. <laughs> like, be, yeah, be ready. Be ready for an attack, lads, at any time. <laughs> the thing is, um, they still haven't well, told me what to be wary of about these spiders.
3: Well, I, I'm telling you, they're face-sized. I'm telling you, they're sex-crazed. I'm yeah. telling you, they can all go one to zero to sixty in a second.
2: Look, were you describing a human? I'd be like, "Fuck, that, that's bad." But it's a spider Someone should arrest. Someone should, yeah, we should get to play. But you can't arrest There's no handcuff in the world secure enough mm. for spiders. Yeah, there's, not, there's too many. You need at least <laughs> you'd four handcuffs.
3: You'd, you'd run out <laughs> 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 the time. Get a new factory to make more handcuffs.
2: (laughs) The spiders have taken the handcuff factory, (laughs) Sorry, That's the one place they'd
3: go. (laughs) They know that's what we need.
2: (laughs) They know they have one deterrent and it's having their eight legs bound.
3: (laughs) Um, Now, I like the fact that they've done a whole report on all the spiders and uh, what they do and normal house spiders and what we have to look out for. But, Sean... At the end, it came in clutch because you're thinking, Jesus, like, this is bad. They are... They're really going in on this. But then they said, they're not dangerous, but they can give you a nip. (laughs) They have biting fangs.
2: Oh, Jesus. Jesus, a bit of nip action going on.
3: (laughs) They are sex-crazed, to be fair.
2: To be fair, lads. Look, if you're into that kind of thing... No, 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 I'm not even going to finish that joke. Mm. Don't, don't, don't. Like... Okay, is this like...
3: This is an actual news article that appeared in a newspaper in Ireland.
2: That's what I was going to say. Is this like an actual story? Because it sounds like they found a headline and just said, oh, fuck, that'll be an interesting read. But the spiders are brand.
3: I I found this at an actual headline in a newspaper in Ireland in bold writing that we need to watch out for these spiders because we are under attack. Because they said at war, Sean, at war.
2: At war. That implies there's a, like, the spiders want something from us. Like, they pulled the Winston Churchill on the spiders. We will fight but them. But I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> we will fight them on the, what, what on the windowsill. Yeah, just wherever. Like, it, it's not funny because it's just where spiders hang out. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so what? What do we take out? Do you fancy your chances, or as the Irish people, as a species, do we just give over the keys to the spiders?
2: That's the thing, because we're not very comfortable <clears throat> with like sex and stuff in this country. So no. I think they'd rock up to Dal Aaron, the the, the yeah. houses of Parliament, if you will, and they'd just knock on the door, and like Meathall Martin would walk out. He's the leader of the country, and there'd just be spiders riding everywhere. And he'd just, like, he'd just, like, he'd go full, like, Irish dad seeing something he's not comfortable with. And he's like, oh, oh, Jez, Jez, oh, oh, God, I don't know where to look. And then he'd, like, hand over the keys. To the one spider who's just like standing so
3: in front dumb. of him. In fairness to me, Hall Martin, in that scenario, right. there is nobody on the planet that if you opened the door and there was a load of spiders having sex outside, you wouldn't
2: go, What the fuck is going on out here? and turn away. That, well, that's possible. Oh, yeah, I, okay, well, look, any member of the like of the government of Ireland would do that. And so right. the spiders win. You need we need to now elect someone who's not afraid of spiders. Or not afraid of spiders having sex. Yeah. So well. <laughs> What's going on <laughs> they're different.
3: There? They are different. They are.
2: They <laughs> are very different things. They're very different things. And you don't want someone leaning too far in one direction. No, see, on that that's
3: one. the difficulty. You don't mm. want someone too into it either, because that's, they're also a wild card. You don't want.
2: They, oh, they'll take the spider side if anything. Yeah, uh, I think. Look, there has to be some intersection between like Jessica Rabbit fans and like politicians who aren't afraid of spiders. <laughs> like, if we get that Venn <laughs> diagram then we're sorted, <laughs> then we're saved. And if we don't? Oh, it's the siege of Jaddoville all over again. Like,
4: we're, well, we're yeah, going to have to be airlifted I mean, in water.
3: I, I feel like this is the end. I feel like, listeners, you're listening to this somewhere else that is not here in the Emerald Isles. Pray for us, because for it, us.
2: It, it, this is it. Yeah, international listeners, you know nothing about spiders and their danger.
3: <laughs> and war. <laughs> As Ireland
2: (laughs) never gets involved in anything. (laughs) We have it the hardest, let's be honest.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Look, I just wanted to make you aware that we were at war. I didn't realise it. I'm sure you probably didn't realise it. So I hadn't, no. uh, Yeah. So if you go outside your door tomorrow on your way to work and, you know, there's a lot of spiders in the street up to no good... I want you to be aware that you knew what was happening. That you didn't. It didn't take you by surprise because you wouldn't want something like that to take you. Maybe just like jump up on you out of the blue.
2: No, no, and you don't want that happening. Like in front of in in in, in plain view of everyone. Do you know, just it, we'd all be distracted. We would get no work done.
3: Somehow you know. I'm embarrassed, but I'm not involved.
2: Then but like I'm know. embarrassed because I'm here. Yeah, and like you're you're not a spider. I imagine for like a like imagine a regular spider seeing that happening. Like, because a regular spider, like it's the size of like it's, it's like half an inch across, right? And then they see this monster hand sized spider just going at it with another spider. Like, you're gonna be you're gonna be traumatized. <laughs>
4: This is the
3: worst season of David Attenborough narration <laughs> I've
2: ever heard. Anyone good with video editing? Just cut that over some scene. It'll be fine. We,
3: we need to get David in. David needs to be flown in at the next flight.
2: Oh, yeah. We'll just get David Attenborough in. Yeah, just for the crack.
3: What's he up to? 97 years old.
2: He's sitting around. He's doing nothing. <laughs> David, I have something you've never seen before. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah wildlife in the jungles grad have you turned up in dublin when you see spiders riding you haven't come on here now, let's come on, go. now.
2: <laughs> is it in dublin or is it just is it is a country wide at this i point?
3: can only assume it's going to start in dublin and spread mm, Maybe you not. would dock in dublin
2: you would dock in dublin would you <laughs> also you're coming over from the uk is that right
3: no i i don't <laughs> i don't want to make any claims <laughs> We've been down that road before, Sean. I don't want to get
2: involved. <laughs> You're staying over this time. Fair enough.
3: <laughs> um, dozens of men were called yep. to a certain battle during the week. And that battle was the Josh battle.
2: Yep, and to find this, Josh Prime.
3: This was never going to bypass us here for weird news. We were always going to come to this first because I read that headline and I thought... That's our number one news story of the week. Um, so I have dozens of men are called to the Josh battle in a field to determine the one true Josh. Sean, what do you, you know f- of this story so far?
2: Wasn't there... It, it, it originates from like a JPEG I've seen on Reddit, which is someone added jo- all, a bunch of Joshes with the same name all to the same Facebook group. Mm. and opened the conversation with, I bet you're wondering why I gathered you all here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Followed by a list of demands.
3: <laughs> and this was last year. And it was started by a guy called Josh Swain on Facebook. And he basically, as you said, he added a bunch of people into the group. I was just like, this day next year, you have a year to train. Um, <laughs> you're probably wondering why I've, all, I've gathered you all here. But precisely, at the t- on the 24th of April... 2021 at 12pm we will meet at these coordinates and then we fight whoever wins gets to keep the name everyone else (laughs) has to change their name you have a year to prepare good luck
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's such a dumb amazing idea
3: (laughs) it's so dumb that it's just a funny tweet but then the fact a year later he was like well fucker we may organise it now (laughs)
2: This is like 2021's version of the Area 51 raid (laughs) which is something that by all accounts should not have gone ahead but it happened anyway. And it's beautiful. (laughs)
3: After setting up the humorous chat, Josh forgot about it until a screenshot of their conversation resurfaced on social media. Realizing his plan would actually have to go ahead now, he changed (laughs) the coordinates of the event after choosing the original ones at random, only to discover it was the middle of a private farm. The battle was opened up to anyone with the name Josh. Not just Josh Swain, but anyone. And kicked off at Air Park Green on April twenty fourth. Um,
2: so on April twenty-fourth, they all just turned up and went to Battle Shot. and the roster's been expanded. It's not it's not just Josh this is hard for me to yeah, say. Josh. Josh Swain. Josh Swain, say Josh that three times. Swain. Just say Josh Swain versus Josh Swain. <laughs> Josh? Now it's just Josh on Josh action.
3: Fuck. J- J- no, not Josh. Josh Whedon isn't here. Josh
2: J- Josh uh, And I I this is it's actually amazing how many people showed up. Showed up. Like mm. there's videos of this. The, the words they use here is
3: an army of men. <laughs>
2: Excellent. Excellent.
3: (laughs) An army of men bearing the name Josh entered into battle to decide the rightful owner of the name. Reminiscent of the scenes from Star Wars, dozens of Josh's swapped lightsabers for pool noodles and fought to the death to determine the one true Josh.
2: I, I like that they used pool noodles and things like that. Wouldn't, and look, we wouldn't report on it if this was the case. But wouldn't it be mad if they actually had proper swords? Like, you think Hunger
3: Games style?
2: I think it let them fight. Yeah, I
3: I think they all turn up in a field and there's a bunch of weapons in the middle of the field. And then you hear a countdown and now you're like, okay, nobody leaves until one of us leaves.
2: Yeah, 400 men enter, one man leaves. (laughs) <laughs> and they're all like
3: kissing their families goodbye as they're leaving <laughs> it's something i've gotta do ma. <laughs> just don't and stop thing, me
2: we've established on this show before stay away from the man who chooses a grenade as his primary weapon he's too wild card, you can't have that he's too wildcard because he's he's willing to put it all into <laughs> one throw <laughs> <laughs>
3: and i don't want to fuck with that the guy with nunchucks as well stay away from him because yeah, because it know.
2: implies he knows how to use them.
3: Anyone who turns off knowing how to use nunchucks immediately goes to the top of the queue of killers. So that's just in the bag. Um, I would go for the guy who picks up maybe a sword because the sword looks cool,
2: but normally they wouldn't know how to use it. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think they'd, they'd be at a disadvantage with their weapon. I don't think no guns in this fight. That's a that's a decided on fact. I mean, that's just no crack. Also, the lad who picks up like the mace—I'm um, not sure how to feel about him because it's neither as terrifying as the nunchucks nor as hard to wield as a sword. I think I—I mm. f- I feel like a mace. You can just fucking swing it and you'll do pretty well. Just swing it. around your head and hope for the best. Hope oh, for the best, and then slowly lower it onto your own head, <laughs> and then and then you stop lowering it as you are dead. <laughs> As you were dead, and now someone else is the main Josh.
3: Now, Spider Man, Luke Skywalker, and Chewbacca all appeared to feature in the <laughs> Mass Josh Brawl, where one five year old came out victorious, Sean. So, what happened was there was a Mass Brawl. We had to have a winner. And the grand yeah. champion was a young child by the name of.
4: Oh.
2: Yusuf. <laughs> what? Is it actually?
4: <laughs> yes!
2: <laughs> Lads! Oh, actually, that's like they—they realise. After all the bloodshed, there can all be no great Josh. <laughs> he's like Yusuf is on top of all the bodies, just being like, "What horror has man wrought?"
3: No, he's in the middle, like Thanos, just wiping them out, and they're all hitting each other, and then everyone stops. They're like, "Joshus, he's taking us out. He's the strongest one."
2: He's perfectly coordinated his swings so that when someone, like, falls over, the body, like, ends up creating a channel so that people have to approach him from only one angle.
3: Yeah, that's what he's done. And he's also called Yusuf, so he's just in the middle of the Josh fight and he's five years old.
2: And... You, that's. You're not going to take out the five year old, really. That's are the you?
3: difference That's the difficulty. You have to fight the five year old. So, um, Yusuf Nassar was met with hundreds of cheers from the crowd when he won the siege at the field. One man chanted, "He's five, everyone!" Before the youngster was enthroned with a Burger King paper crown and a, and a <laughs> WWE title belt <laughs> and lifted it <the, laughs> lifted into the, into the air by the crowd.
2: Amazing. I, I know, but I will say. I don't know if the crowd knew he wasn't a Josh.
3: Yeah, you're like Josh, 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 and he's just keeping a low key like identity.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, like how do you approach this as a kid? Like that kid is eventually going to turn like 18, Mm. and he might have a foggy memory of this. Still going to have the crown on the belt around his waist. He's gone mad with power. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's become the leader. Um, but he, but he just looks himself in the mirror every morning and he knows he's living a lie because so he's not Josh. <laughs> I and think he what has to come to terms with that. <laughs> is
3: one of the Joshes has brought their son, <laughs> and he's just like yo. You stick to the side. Well, Daddy's going to go win this fight, and then during the fight, the father took a fall, and Yusuf decided he was coming into re- like in a Mulan situation. The father was no longer able to compete, and so Yusuf took his place.
2: I see. I, oh, the fa- <clears throat> the father, yeah, like last year when this fight was organised, the dad was in great shape, he was training. Yeah. Then, over the course of a lockdown, oh, he's become weak and frail. He holds mm-hmm. the pool noodle and his arm is fucking shaking. <laughs> and then he's, the son looks at him sadly from the doorway.
4: He's five.
2: <laughs> he's five and he's like, I will protect China. Because uh, he's ju- he's just seen Mulan on Disney Plus, con <laughs> Yeah.
3: And he's like, Eddie Murphy, you're coming with me. <laughs> We're gonna win this fight
2: And then he rocks up and then he has a fake ID that he paid the mob for. Yeah. And yeah. the guys are just looking at it like, Are you really twenty one? and Yusuf is just like, Shut up and then the, the <laughs> He's like, I've hardly
3: him. three kids in a trench coat, am I? And they all have a laugh. No, seriously, though, no, <laughs> why are you three foot tall though?
2: Uh, you you know us Josh's and then they're like that's fucking true
3: (laughs) fuck he's got us we do know us Josh's that's the one thing we
2: know and then he takes uh, the serum that Wolverine took at the end of Logan Mm.
3: yeah uh, and just powers up
2: just yeah, be smart.
3: Um, fans took to Twitter to celebrate Yusuf's coronation. With even Burger King commenting on the young warrior's victory, hailing him as a true king. So he's been called a true king by even the
2: royalist of kings. That's true. The Burger King himself. The Yusuf the Young Warrior sounds fucking amazing as yeah. like, a title. Like that is a like son of a king, great fighter title that they would have had in the Middle Ages.
3: One person said People are awesome And I think this is a very wholesome There's two different tweets I had here And one of them um, is really wholesome And then the other one shows the power of Twitter That is just very funny (laughs) Because I have one person said People are awesome All these grown ass adults showed up to just screw around And they just noticed there was a kid there So they decided to give the kid the best day of his little life oh right oh great which,
2: heartwarming where's this going
3: to which one person responded oh no he beat the shit out of the mindset
2: he destroyed those grown men mentally te- emotionally yeah he was
3: he was like throughout the whole thing going hey josh your wife's cheating you, josh your wife's cheating. oh what's that oh you have a boyfriend he doesn't fucking like
2: you josh oh he's done like prep time like he he hasn't spent a year training. He spent a year gathering information about all of his opponents. Do you remember in so fifth
3: grade when you couldn't climb over that uh, tree and then your pads fell out? They were not laughing with you. They were laughing at you, Josh. I they know, were. Everyone laughing at
2: remembers, you. Josh.
3: <laughs> I remember. I wasn't even born until 2016, but I remember.
2: <laughs> the, uh, the like. This is, was some, uh, it was a conversation I used to have with someone I used to work with, that once every year, every adult should get together and just play a big game of hide-and-seek. Okay. Wouldn't that just, like, relax everyone? It's like The Purge, but hide-and-seek. I I feel like, is there not a better game than hide-and-seek? Because hide-and-seek, tip, does
3: tip-the-can translate internationally? <laughs> I, it's called? very
2: simple rules. But it's definitely not the international name for it
3: no we we call it tip to Can, which is can you explain the rules of tip to Can?
2: right so there's a can or <laughs> an- anything anything it's usually a lamppost it was a lamppost on my street um and uh yeah someone every there's one person who's it and people are running around if you catch if if you get caught by the person who's chasing uh you have to go to the lamppost or the can and keep your hand on it. Um, but if someone who isn't, if someone who's just running about tips the can, they free everyone and they can yeah. run about again.
3: Yeah, so uh, what happens is so someone's on, you all go hide. The person leaves the can and say he turns to the left and you're standing there behind, the, the two of you get to sprint back to the can and whoever gets there first, if he gets there first, you're caught. But if you get there first... Then you're free... And you get to go back out and hide again... So but... If there's been four or five people caught already... They get to sit out... And you're like the fifth person... You're the last person... You make the sprint back... You get there first... You free everyone... Everyone goes and hides again. It's a yeah, big massive
2: circle. <laughs> it's great. It, it works best with, I, I don't know if it would work with like 30 people because <laughs> I think the odds are really against one person there. No, I think you'd have to start with three people holding the can. Oh, that's good. I like that. Mm. It's like It's kind of like a cops and robbers kind of thing.
3: There's also, by the way, they set up a Josh versus Josh versus Josh dot com website that counted down the mid- minutes until the battle commenced.
2: <laughs> Was Josh versus Josh taken? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes. Fuck. Who's taken Josh versus Josh versus Josh?com? Just I'm for assuming for the minutes Josh, are okay.
2: zero at the minute. It's zero at the minute, but it just just has the coordinates, a picture of some mountains, and the word soon.
3: (laughs) This is where the internet should be used.
2: This is the best thing on the internet in a long time, man. I'm really happy this exists.
3: Unfortunately, um, it has been copied because uh, another Facebook user named Matthew Fox has already proposed a battle of the maths in 2022.
2: I Look, I don't think the second one that would be as good like the magic of this one is that it's fucking weird that this happened yeah i don't think you can pick and sh- like i don't think you can do it again i don't think you should do it again
3: who do you think's the strongest name
2: sean no it's definitely uh, Karen. Not sean. <laughs> no oh. <laughs> they all refuse to take
3: part <laughs>
2: A st- who's a strong name <laughs> what I want, you know what I want Go on. I want someone else who's called Dwayne Johnson to set up a Facebook group
3: <laughs> Dwayne, the Dwayne Johnson fight and then the next day we have the Dave
2: Batista fight That's it. and then afterwards we have the mass Dwayne and Dave funeral <laughs>
3: and it's just the two of them like they just kept coming we're too nice but we told them to stop attacking us but we can't,
2: if we lose, that's our Hollywood game over.
3: <laughs> so, Sean, we're going to have to move on from the Josh fight. But that has taken place. It's a great day. In, everyone mark down this day in April that, that from now on, this will be known as Josh Day. And the five-year-old will have to defend his crown, I'm assuming, in 12 months.
2: Oh, do you think there's, he's like the reigning champion and now he has to defend that title? I think they'll start a pay-per-view business, yes. Okay, well, looking, for, looking mm-hmm. forward to the him versus McGregor fight that everyone <laughs> clamors for
3: on to our next piece of news and you (laughs) you seen me throw this into the document maybe seven minutes ago yeah and that is this is a big news story here in ireland but not big anywhere else in the world
2: no but it's hilarious to us
3: (laughs) so here's the thing sometimes we have stories that are only funny to us and it's trying to convey to the people why it's funny to us yes so many years ago Um, There was a little video with a man called Rory McSorley, and I say man, but he was being interviewed in the schoolyards in 2015 when Ireland was experiencing a bit of icy weather, a bit of of cold had set in, it was the winter months. Yeah, it was about two
2: inches of snow and the country shut down.
3: And so the news reports go out to the schools for some reason. You know, like that last story on the news when they're like, murder, murder, robbery. Now we go to a school where they're going to <laughs> interview the kids about the fact that it's cold.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's, I suppose, lightened the mood at the end of it. And this this young man lightened the fucking mood of the country for ages. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so so he has a very thick Derry accent, which is in Northern Ireland, which has a very much a different accent to ourselves. Um, it's
2: it's something to behold. Yeah, if, if you want, I, can, I do have the clip ready to go here, Connor.
3: I mean, if you can pick that up on the microphone. So he they ask this, I can only assume, so 2015, he's 24 now. So six years ago, he's 18 or seventeen. Yeah, in the kitchen. I think
2: he was doing his exams at the time.
3: And they ask him, what do you think of the cold? I think is the question. That's and it. his response is this. So. Well, the mother we had to go. Well, anyway, we hadn't much of choice in
0: the matter, but sure. <laughs> it's a cold, it's a cold
2: journey to school this morning. Oh, good, you wouldn't belong getting frost, but... it's And that's out. it. A man was made. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if you didn't understand that that's absolutely fine because half the people didn't understand it either right even we didn't understand it for the first go around but what he had said was you wouldn't be long getting frostbit
2: yeah, the, the past tense of frostbite. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be long getting frostbit which is not a verb I must stress that
3: and you know how things just go viral this yeah. man came a superstar in these lads just for that stupidity Um, And he's been living off it ever since. But viral sensation, frostbit boy, was in a bit of trouble this week, Sean.
2: (laughs) This is a fucking ludicrous story. This is one of the situations where I read this story because it got sent to my phone by our national broadcaster.
3: (laughs) Somehow he's still famous. He's still just getting into scrapes. So... So this man, he's known as Frostbit boy. He's 24 now, and he's had a terrifying ordeal off the Irish coast that for some reason has brought him back into our <laughs> lovely lives. He's been re- in retirement for six years, just not getting along getting Frostbit.
2: It just Ireland has this thing where people will become famous for the stupidest of reasons, and then they'll keep cropping up because it'll be <laughs> the, oh yeah, that lad. There was a fellow, a fellow, a fella. ...on the tie show one year... Uh, ...who really liked clocks... and about, People don't know what the tie show is Sean... It's a show... ...basically the most successful... ...most watched talk show in the country... ...around Christmas time every year... ...it just turns into literally three and a half hours... ...of advertising... ...and they show yeah. all of the ties you can get... ...and it's actually gas crack... ...we all have a bit of fun with it... ...but there was one child on it... ...and he really liked clocks... And he wanted to be a horologist when he grew up. And so every couple of years, RTE, the national broadcaster, just checks back in with this dude. (laughs) See, like, you're still into into clocks and all? (laughs) (laughs) Because nothing happens here. Nothing (laughs) happens, guys.
3: So he went on to become an internet star all over Ireland, Sean. But his name is most recently in the headlines for his audacious attempt to swim to a lighthouse that left him dangerously hypodermic. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: Which Nearly is quite ironic. You,
3: <laughs> you wouldn't be long. So, Max Orley, now 24, had to be saved four kilometres from the shore after he got into difficulty out at sea on a beach near Inch in County Kerry. Yes, there's a place called Inch. Let's not get into it. Um, if you want to go
2: there, you may as well take a mile. <laughs>
3: Oh, the internet star was first internet star. Internet star. The man did nothing, <laughs> <but> <laughs> was first reported missing at around 8am on Sunday after his clothes and shoes were found on the shore by a walker. Rory was found by the RNLI a whole 12 yep. hours later at quarter past 8 that night surrounded by a pod of dolphins,
2: <laughs> <Sean>. <laughs> Yeah, just come to check this dude out. It's the internet guy. (laughs) They they knew themselves. Dolphins are very smart. Very smart. Dolphins have Wi-Fi. That's
3: that's, that's the frostbit, lad. Fucking hell, let's get going. Um, Speaking to the Irish Independent yesterday, after his release from the university hospital, um, he tagged those who found him. The dolphins, I can only assume.
2: (laughs) It's like, sound lads, I really appreciate that.
3: If if you think of this quote as him talking about the dolphins, it gets better. Because he says, they're very professional professional and very slick. <laughs> 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 fucking hell, fair fucks. <laughs> fucking hell, you can't, can't grasp onto those dolphins for loving or money. Um, I have to say, they aren't like doctors or paramedics. Paid
2: professionals. They're volunteers. Fair play to them. <laughs> yeah, fair play to the lifeboat lads. Do you know what? Do you know what, lads? Good on ye. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and so they they wrapped me up in blankets and took my body temperature and everything and then just rushed me into the hospital. So what happened was he went to go swim out in the Irish Sea, which by first of all, bad idea. Just what straight away.
2: Yeah, it's, it's it's wild. Like first of all, it's, it's all, freezing. It's never it's never a Even even in August it is fucking freezing. He, oh, it's it's perishing. Like and he he just took the ocean of swimming to swim into a lighthouse.
3: But he's somehow in Kerry, which is the far end of the country, which has a completely different accent. So th- I'd like to see Derry and Kerry, which everywhere in Ireland this is just called something E or R Y. No, no I but say.
2: I went to school with twins named Derry and Kerry. Uh, you did not No I didn't. <laughs> It'd be fucking good though, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, so, like, so he, I think he, he gets down I, to Derry. Yeah.
3: He Kerry. He gets down to Derry. Uh, sorry, Kerry. Um and then he decides he's going to go for a swim off the beach. And he does it in the middle of the night. And then he must just get swept out four kilometres out into the ocean um, while he's there after the dolphin ordeal. Now, did the dolphins bring him to safety or were they about to eat this man alive? Is the real question.
2: I think, look, the circling is menacing. Um, Very famous dolphin in Kerry actually recently has gone missing. Um. He's been the same dolphin for a couple this is his of decades. Family. This is his family. And, like, maybe they're looking for... Maybe Fungi... Fungi is the name of the dolphin. We all know the <laughs> dolphin.
3: <laughs> I love with no context. <laughs> no context. It's fucking There's, like, say. a Thai show. There's a Thai show. There's Derry. There, yeah, there's there. a Frostbite boy. Okay, right? It's, I like how anyone else listening to this in the world is like, what the fuck goes on
2: there? This, this makes no sense to anyone who's not us. But, like the The dolphin went missing ages ago, like a couple of months ago. We're all pretty convinced that he's dead at this point um so unless those four dolphins they're like the successors and they ne- they need to now fight it out to be the the peak dolphin and this lad is now the judge as another weird like Irish cultural icon, Rory needs to decide who the next fungi is
3: and <laughs> and 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 the most, the best irony is in his interview, he was like, it was only a matter of going to the hospital to e- heat up a bit, as I was a bit cold. <laughs> Other than that, I was fine. Um, and so it was reported that he was dangerously hypothermic, but he insisted that the only thing that was stressing him out is everybody else panicking. So he said, <laughs> I just jumped in and that was it. I saw the lighthouse out in the water and I said, right. I'm going towards that. I wouldn't have got in to start with if I didn't know I, was, I wasn't I was going to be grand. <laughs>
2: it's a classic Irish mentality. Just like, no, I'm grand. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> so no, you, were you were dangerously close to just everything in your body shutting down. Sure, I wouldn't have got in if I couldn't handle it. <laughs> he said,
3: I saw these black tails in the water and I wasn't sure were they dolphins or sharks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But I was grand either way, like.
3: (laughs) I just thought to myself, maybe it wouldn't have been the worst idea to maybe have Googled this place before I jumped in.
2: (laughs) That's going through as might. Imagine that was your last thought. Fucking should have double-checked this one, lads. Oh,
3: even a Yahoo. Even a quick Yahoo would have saved me a load of time. Jeeves.
2: Jeeves would have been enough.
3: I should have asked them. Just, uh, are there sharks in this ocean?
2: Maybe. Oh fuck Jeeves, you're fucking useless.
3: (laughs) They wouldn't have done any harm to me. I'd no problem with them at all, he said. (laughs) We were great they're a great
2: bunch of lads.
3: (laughs) Apparently the first thing he said to the paramedics was, I'll not have to pay for this, will I? (laughs) For for lifeboat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes
2: another classic Irish mentality <laughs>
4: what's if, this going if to if I do me?
3: fucking leave me here I'd rather <laughs> ride one of the
2: dolphins back i take me chances that way lads <laughs> Just, it's like he gets in oh oh sorry I have no cash oh can you stop and, by an it
3: he literally finished his article like he's Jet because he says was I frightened fear is all in the mind <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not but, that's fine, but like, were you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, the is like, trying to get anything out with this lunatic, like, were you frightened? And he, he's in a weird place because he knows he's a celebrity. So he's yeah. like, playing it cool and he's like, can't say he's scared. Fear's all in the mind, love.
2: Fucking yeah. nothing wrong with me. <laughs> but your body nearly went, you're, like you're, Dangerously close to hypothermia, like, does that uh, not- you wouldn't
3: be long getting Frostbite? Is that what, you want, to say? Uh, <laughs> what
2: <laughs> you want me to say? He's just like ready for the media circus. Just like he has a pre recorded on a tape recorder and he just it he got it back out.
3: out the old shirts to sell them. You wouldn't be long getting just selling at my website, lads. Yeah, um, it's just rory.com. Frostbite Rory. Dot com.
2: <laughs> frostbit, Rory.
3: <laughs> um, for anyone who hasn't seen that video, just go watch that seven second video um, or whatever it is on YouTube. Um, yeah, just like, Google you, the word
2: frostbit.
3: And you wouldn't, you'll understand why this is funny of just what the kid looks like when he first says it, because um, like, he and he looks, come.
2: On. No, I was just, the, the the subtitle like the auto-generated subtitles that YouTube can get. It will not keep up with what that man is saying, so just <laughs> do your best.
3: And I've been keeping a bit. I think the word is stub. I've been keeping a bit to myself about what stumb. we're opening. With with this week because Connor.
2: We had a relationship we, based on trust. We, and you we just do demolish that.
3: We do. And we've also covered a lot of people that have had relationships based off trust with oh, many different beings.
2: I would say Souls. inanimate objects.
3: Souls, I would say, Sean. so Spirits What of one of our oldest and most lovable characters was um, a lady from ireland actually who was yeah. married to an 800 year old pirate ghost and yes. it was a lovely time now we've covered Beautiful. amethyst realm multiple times this is not about amethyst realm but i'm setting the scene sean because we're going back into that world
2: oh we're because going back we into have pirate ghosts
3: woman claims that her ghost lover is now ghosting her
2: Oh, there's so there's so many levels of buy-in <laughs> that you have to have for that story, <laughs> because it's not just like oh the ghost is ignoring her. Like ghosting is when you text He's someone, takes he left her on, on left her on scene, left her on red, yeah. yeah. And the, so the ghost has a phone, and she has a phone number to contact the ghost. Well, the ghost okay. is ghosting her, Sean. But the fucking, the ghost has, because the ghost, because, oh, okay, so, so because, is she in a long distance relationship with this ghost?
4: A
3: woman who claims she is in love with the ghost of a Victorian soldier says that he's now giving her the silent treatment, (laughs) silent treatment, after she went to the media about their romance, Sean, so, he's not a man for the limelight. He's not someone that just wants that clout. He doesn't want it. And she's gone there
2: and she's betrayed his trust. So timeline of events here is that she gets in... Well, sorry, first of all, a man is a soldier in Victorian times. (laughs) Have you ever
3: seen that picture on Twitter where, like, the guy has, like, the really small domino that leads to the massive yes. domino? Like, it's, it's it's guy is soldier in Victorian times leads to woman gets ghosted by ghost.
2: So he dies in the Victorian times. Yes,
3: yeah. she... so he's dead, Sean. He's, he's dead. He's dead.
2: His, his yeah. body is dead. His physical body is dead, Connor. Mm-hmm. But the spirit survives. Uh, yeah. And then... Hundred. I don't know when the Victorian times were. Hundreds of years later, uh, a woman contacts a ghost, and not to the level that they're in a relationship quite yet, but they're just texting at the minute. So,
3: and you're gonna like this even more, Sean, because oh, this all came about from two of our favourite residents involved in any ghost story: Scawsers and Hulls. So,
2: <laughs> oh, why are they always the first to break the supernatural news? Was this a Halloween thing?
3: Was this not a Halloween? Philip, <laughs> I think Philip Schofield just is really interested in this shit. And this morning, but he won't say anything. He's always like pretending, like, oh yeah, this is weird. But he's like, get the fucking ghost wife, get her in. Yeah. Do we he's have just, a contact number for he's her? He's just going Bring
2: around it. to all the researchers every morning. Oh, God, it wasn't it mad when we had that ghost story the other
3: week? <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> I want to have another chat. So, what's happening? There's a lot to unpack here, Shaw. We've got to get through all of this. Perfect. And you're the so, man for it.
2: That's fair. Before we do that, though, can I just clarify? Scosers and Holly, they're from a TV show called This Morning, which airs in the UK, but it's also airs simultaneously chat in Ireland. Morning Chacho, Show. Think Good Morning America. Uh, yeah. But not in America.
3: Yeah, and they do very light hearted stories, but then sometimes they're like, I've been homeless for seven years. That's it,
2: sometimes they go hard, and sometimes they have like, oh, this politician was involved in a scandal, here's everyone involved.
3: But then it's like, Susan has a new recipe for eggs. <laughs> Let's have a chat with
2: Susan. Susan wraps them in sausage meat Because Susan is
3: class (laughs) So there is an awful lot to unpack here right? But what's happened is Singer Brocarde Just one name, like Cher Lives in Oxfordshire And claims to have been in a relationship with a spectre Called Eduardo Sean
4: Oh,
2: that famous Victorian name
3: Now though He's taken the hump After she went public about (laughs) their affair and isn't talking to her.
2: It's taken up. <laughs> <laughs> Very petty ghosts, you know?
3: <laughs> They're just... They get a bit angsty. It's like, fuck off. Get over yourself, is really the case here. Yeah,
2: build a bridge and fuck off.
3: <laughs> um, she explained, I mean, I truly feel like I'm being ghosted by a ghost. I mean, that's, that's the headline. That's your, She's that's your that tagline
2: that right there. Yeah, like...
3: Eduardo seems furious with me since I've gone public with our romance. He's gone completely cold. I mean, Christ, he has been he was, dead for
2: hundreds of years. Yeah, like and, and like, uh, 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 is a soul cold? That's a deeper question than I intended to ask on Weird News Wednesday. As I grant you, but
3: and, and I suppose Victorian times a lot hard to heat up the house, so he would have naturally cold even at his time. That's a,
2: they were eating Irish salads all day.
3: Uh, <laughs> they barely had a piece of lettuce, Sean.
2: Oh, they, they used to share it between them, like Charlie Bucket's family.
3: <laughs> um, usually his presence surrounds me with a warmth, but now a cold breeze follows me around the house. It is, Can it, is, it is it not, November.
2: It, yeah, is it not fucking telling that we've just moved into, like, autumn-winter time?
3: No, but it was really warm a few months ago and now he doesn't like her anymore because it's cold.
2: Well, those summer romances, you know, they never last. last they never know? last. We've all He's... seen 500 days of summer, presumably.
3: <laughs> can I just say? Yeah. this next line caught me off guard there.
2: <laughs> okay, here we go, audience.
3: He's costing me a fortune in heating. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Is
2: Just this some like, elaborate play to get fuel allowance?
3: Think about that. Like he's cost me a fucking fortune. I'm heating up the house non-stop. I'm freezing. How cold is it? it? Like even with a fire roaring and the thermostat on full blast, it's like the Antarctic in here. I've had to resort to sleeping in a ski
2: suit and a bobble hat. I think you have anemia, probably your extremities get cold all the time you can't seem to warm up. it's all coming together
3: <laughs> maybe she
2: turned into Mr. Freeze I've seen that movie that could happen like, but then that's like that's even a like in a, look, look let's imagine the yeah. ghosts are real for a second right and oh
3: I'm, there. I'm right there didn't take much <laughs>
2: He's, he's already on board. I'm all Perfect. in. Uh, and look, if you believe in ghosts, that's fine. I don't. It's not uh, fine. And that's also fine. <laughs> but I'm, I'm
4: it, flip-flopping.
2: I'm if, coming hard either way. If you were in a regular relationship with someone, right, and you shared a house together, and yeah. your presence made them cold and miserable, but you just stuck around being a stooky prick for no reason, then... That's a bad relationship and you should just get out of it, regardless of love or ghost or anything like that. <laughs>
3: regardless of love or ghost?
2: That's it. Regardless. No. And you can put that on my tombstone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now if I was to throw in ghosts into the mix there Sean, does that change it slightly? Should we be more or less prone to having a cold relationship at
2: that stage? I No, I think if a ghost is... We've all seen examples of when ghosts ghost relationships have been class uh, number one ghost with Patrick Swayze with Fathering Swayze
3: it was sitting right there of course I was like where, which one is he going
2: to pull one out it's ghost it's ghost it's definitely ghost
3: but that number doesn't two, end happy though
2: it does the ghost sends. well well I suppose mm. uh, dear John I've not read or seen it uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Casper never got lucky, so we can't use him.
2: No, you um, can't. Well, no, Casper's a child ghost. Uh, yeah, that's what
3: I'm saying, Sean. I never gave an opinion either way. Well, friendship
2: saying. is a friendship is a suitable relationship to you have. Know what? Uh, yeah, the little vampire, uh, <laughs> Bride of Frankenstein, uh, Mannequin. I don't know if that was a ghost, there's, but it was fucked up.
3: Sean, there's an unsettling vibe everywhere. She says it feels like death. Or maybe I'm just dead to him. Oh, fuck.
2: But now what you're doing is you're basing your entire self upon the opinion of this dead Victorian soldier ghost. (laughs) Yeah. and I'm entirely correct in what I just said. You have
3: more self-worth than that, okay? Yeah.
2: Here's a fucking thought. You're alive, all right? Come
3: on, bro, Cardi. Think about it. You're I, your own
2: person. That's it. Because if he like, he's a fuck like the, this Victorian ghost. Clear, like he, he clearly fucked up because he's dead, right now. Granted, most people from the Victorian times not around anymore. <laughs> but I would argue
3: most people put that on his tombstone. <laughs> most people from the Stone Age times not around. I'm willing to admit that.
2: I'm willing to admit that right here, yeah. right now. Okay. But Strong like, he, the The ghost seems to be kind of like a bit, 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 bit of a choosing beggar, if you will, because you've managed to find a connection with one person who can speak to spirits, and you're taking the hump because she told people about this.
3: Well, she went down this morning to share her experience of Eduardo, but she says, I don't think he approved, as the words, <laughs> I'm gone. Appeared in the steam on the shower door That eve.
2: Well, but, uh, but, 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 but surely Then if he's gone Then your heating issues are solved
3: Yeah he's left It yeah. doesn't matter then at that stage
2: Just recoup the losses based on the ski suit Coming into ski I love, suit season I love
3: the fact that this ghost is like No I'm going to wait till she has a fucking shower And then I'm making a point well, Of yeah. putting a message
2: on the mirror What a prick move as well like, it, it's like breaking up with someone over text. Yeah. Do you? Uh, I got broken up with over text, actually. That was a funny thing happened when I was 14. <laughs> and you know the reason I got broken up with? It was because <laughs> cool. I never responded to texts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the idea of like you tapping your head like, I've been thinking about, I'm outsmarting this. All together, yeah. <laughs> can get broken up with my text if I never text. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just, no, I had a really bad phone for texting at the time, so I just never did it. You had like a can
3: and a string.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. just running across the county. And uh, I woke up on St. Stephen's Day and I had a message from four days ago.
3: (laughs) Oh my God, you thought at Christmas you were still together. I thought it was safe.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Did you get a Christmas present? I suppose you're 14. You did not.
2: I did. I, got, uh, I think it was a necklace. No, I think it was like from Argos or something.
3: Yeah. Oh that. yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like a tether necklace. <laughs>
2: uh twenty. I'll have you know.
3: It's diamonds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Quote unquote diamonds. Uh oh. But yeah, then she went back to Victorian times, so we were we were all square in the end. Yeah. Well, yeah, she was a ghost. Now, yeah, book, yeah. She
3: didn't have Facebook, and nobody could ever contact her. And, like she was. Facebook. A from
2: over
4: Spain, like.
2: <laughs> she was in <a> Spain. <laughs> Sorry, nobody, that's another good joke. I love no, the classic knows. of she doesn't like photos being taken and, take and then her family yeah, doesn't would, let her have know. Facebook.
3: You, you wouldn't know. She doesn't have email or Facebook or yeah. actually anything. Um,
2: yeah, she's not real, actually. I made her yeah, up. Not, uh, no,
3: no, I didn't. Did I say that? Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> so shit. Sometimes I just feel so, so
2: trapped by masculinity that I have to make these what, things. Oh, shit.
3: It, it, here's the take, right? So she gets the I'm gone message. And I think at that yeah. point, it's over. I mean... This is the end of the story. He's put "I'm God" in the mirror. It would take a very weak-willed individual to come crawling back after doing the "I'm God" message. Because, I mean, you're God. Just stick by your by your claims.
2: Yeah, if you if you say like say what you mean, mean what you say, Mm. Uh, and like. Can they only communicate through writing on bathroom mirrors or have they had full conversations?
3: Worryingly, the ghoul has also apparently become physically violent with her, Sean. Now, I oh, don't dear. Like,
2: we don't like this. this. Rough.
3: She continued, I could sense his anger. I felt myself being pushed across the room. And he's also pushed chairs in front of me on several occasions. Oh, fuck. Oh,
2: yes. fuck. Now, those chairs like your-
3: were also there when she started walking. But at the same time they moved
2: And she was watching Risky Business At the time Uh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've tried to Communicate with him via candlelight But he no longer flickers the flame It just blows out
2: Sean I would well, actually that's a fairly good indication of an actual ghost right there <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty
3: good unless i just think she always has a window open <laughs> like the, the just a drafty house out. yeah yeah it's very
2: cold it is the uh like just get some weather sealing uh you know mm-hmm. get your get your windows replaced but like how, like how do you break up with a ghost how would you break up with a ghost? By text? How would I
3: break? <laughs> um, you'd have to text them. Um yeah. No, I, maybe email. Message them on Bebo. Just. Oh,
2: yeah. oh, a dead platform. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good you Can't ever
3: see it. <laughs> <laughs> I sent the message. It's up to them to find it. It's, it's out That's in it. the ether somewhere.
2: Then you left him on red. Exactly. And so he'll take the hint. Red yeah. rum. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so but no Brocarda. after all this Sean we've ha we've talked about this horrible situation this poor woman she is she's being broken up with by a ghost and here's the thing Halloween was of course a few days ago yes and that means she made one desperate play now this is an article written on Saturday so we don't know exactly how Halloween went but we know this was the plan so she says Brocarda added, Halloween is like Valentine's Day for spirits. So, she's going mm. to try a win on back shot. And Interesting. she says she's going to write a song and perform it to Eduardo on the evening of Halloween, first of all. Wow. I'm going to light a hundred candles and scatter rose fire petals.
2: <laughs> Much I of a fire even, hazard.
3: I may even cook him some typical Victorian dishes to win back his heart. Oh, goody! Boiled hen! Maybe some sheep's trotters are a boiled calf's head.
2: <laughs> That's Do you know, actually. Okay. <laughs>
3: this is lunacy. This,
2: this it's is absolutely, absolutely crazy. I I did walk into my granddad's kitchen once and there was half a sheep's head in a pot boiling. Uh, oh, fuck off. He also had crew beans, which are pig's trotters. And you like eat the thing off of them. I grew up in a very... Mm. Oh, I grew up in the Victorian times, essentially. Yes, uh, but like the idea of writing the song, preparing the meal, like it. It, I think by this point, surely you've gone beyond the point where you could win this ghost back.
3: <laughs> hmm. I think, I think this show has gone too far. This woman is yeah. talking like. Have you, this is an article that I think is so fucking crazy that I don't think we can fully kind of envelop ourselves around, like, di- like dissecting it. It's no. just, there's a lot going on. I mean, she's lighting candles, she's singing songs.
2: That, like, isn't it fucked that there's, like, a global climate discussion happening as we speak, <laughs> and we're chatting about this shit?
3: But... <laughs> <laughs> It's important, Sean, because yeah, I know what you're thinking, right? Sheep's trotters, boiled calf's head, lovely, sound num 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 num, wrap it around an egg. But throw it at a car if you want. She says she has a problem, though, Shot. She might not be able to find those things in a local supermarket, so she comes up with a genius solution. If not, I'll have to stick to something more simple, like a stew or a soup, although I fear they will pass right through him. Which I have t- thoughts on that, Sean. What I'd, like you to
2: go, I'd like you to go in on that, Connor, because I'm I fascinated like, about what you think.
3: I think the idea is that if stew is going to go through you, yeah, I would wager that no matter what kind of calf's head you got, it might also hit the floor upon him eating it.
2: Is her logic there that like, a soup and a stew is more liquidy? Uh, it's harder to clean up
3: the... when she just like throws it into a fucking random piece of the room. <laughs> oh, fucking! I have to swash it all. That's up. A,
2: You've raised a very good point. There is a what's the play here? Because do you just <laughs> like set two places at the table and just wait for the ghost to arrive, uh, or do you feed the ghost the lamb's <clears> head? <throat> you know.
3: Uh, yeah. Is it? Is it? You leave the knife and fork like just on the plate. And just kind of leave it there And then you go back to your own meal Or Are you chopping up the pieces of meat And be like Well he can't hold the knives and forks And then just like Fucking That's the pieces yeah. of meat across well, the room
2: He's well able to move a chair By all accounts and
3: write, and write words on a mirror
2: Yeah So he could pull out his own chair Sit down Pick up the knife and fork Eat the food And then spit it right in her face
3: <laughs> a, Fuck you bitch this should never have gotten public. I'm a Victorian soldier.
2: <laughs> just a big massive mirror comes floating in and he just starts like hawing on it and just writing a big breakup <laughs> text to her.
3: <laughs> it's not you, it's me. But it's definitely you, you crazy fucking bitch.
2: I was in peace for 200 years and you fucking woke me up for this shit.
3: <laughs> um, either way, I'll be sure to get the drinks in. He seems like the kind of ghost who would enjoy a glass of port. I mean, this kind of... I think there's an underlying situation there that we probably shouldn't get into. Um, Port is kind of a
2: a rich man's drink, though, as well. I don't know if a soldier in Victorian times would have been afforded such a thing. Mead? You could do a Um, mead or an ale, I would say.
3: (laughs) Okay. Not to tell you how to live your life here. Not at all. Not at all. We
2: all like a port.
3: Um, Obviously, she understands that Manny won't understand what she's on about, Sean. So... She's aware of the fact that this is bullshit, but also yeah. the woman's in love.
2: woman is in love, but like at the same time, I just don't know how fulfilling a relationship that could be, like not even in terms of like physicality or anything like that, but just like if like if if this ghost gets pissed off about you telling people that you're in a relationship with a ghost, like that's that that that's not healthy. She
3: also finishes the article by saying, I don't think any man should control your emotions or decisions. Even a ghost. Sean, how much of... How much irony is in that sentence?
2: <laughs> I... I would say that's a full thousand pound weight of irony right there. <clears throat>
3: I, It's quite a lot because I would go so far as to say, this whole woman's identity is based off this fucking ghost.
2: Yeah, and like... Is, is not even identity, but like feelings of self worth. And look, and 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 that's a problem in relationships, and that shouldn't be the way that things are. But she seems, and and people can be aware of this, but also generally those people aren't in ghost relationships, so you can just tell the ghost to fuck. Fo- like hire, it, and look, and look. If you buy into the whole ghost thing, hire someone to get the ghost out of your house. Burn some sage. You know I, uh, I oh, also don't leave a hundred candles surrounded by rose petals. That's another thing I wanted to say. <laughs> but just imagine, right? Hundred <laughs> candles.
3: Rose mm. petals. Fucking big calf head on the table. Fucking strumming away on the guitar, having a Sounds sing song. like
2: you're summoning a demon, Connor.
3: No, I was strumming away, <laughs> having a guitar, a guitar sing song, big cat right, head on the Wonder table, wall. candles everywhere. It's fucking freezing cold. All the candles are flickering. The windows are all open. But she's fucking playing away. She's singing. She's loving life. She has a few mirrors around the place. She's blowing on it, writing a load of yeah. messages. I love you. You're the best. You're number one. All that kind of stuff. I mean, any ghost would be proud to walk into that and think, you know what, maybe I've made mistakes. Maybe this is the relationship for me.
2: I don't know that every ghost would be satisfied (laughs) with that. Uh, There are some ghosts that I wager just want to cause chaos. Uh, (laughs) Casper. Casper. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Richie Mm -hmm. Rich. Uh, Rich. He's not dead. You, those comics <laughs> well, came ready. out in like the 60s, dude. Come on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Macaulay Culkin is like, very much alive.
2: Yeah, and he's doing great for himself. And his brother is in <clears throat> secession, uh, is which looks very good. Yeah, Kieran Culkin uh, from Scott Pilgrim.
4: Uh, oh,
3: yeah. no. Um, <laughs> Sean, how do we get this woman's love life back on track? Is there is it too late? How do we get this Victorian man back on board?
2: Are we? Tr- are we still trying? See, because I think this is like. Are we on his side? I don't think we're on his side. I don't like this man. First of all, I'm <laughs> going to come out and say that. Uh, I think she deserves better. Um, and <laughs> this is like me drunk think talking does. to her. You deserve better. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be honest, I don't think she does. No, but like I think like you have to segue this into a meet cute kind of scenario. So oh. you know, there's there's a lot of story, a lot of rom coms out there where there's a girl and a guy together. Uh, and then there's also the best friend uh, who really likes the girl, but is respecting boundaries. But then the girl's like, oh, this guy's a prick. And imagine that scenario, but this and the best friend is an amateur ghost hunter. Okay? Oh,
3: fuck.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: So you hit up the local paranormal society and you're like, look, I have a problem. Who am I going to call? I said to myself. Yeah. Uh and then local they,
3: Paranormal Activity local Group. local
2: Paranormal Activity Group, exactly, they're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you get someone over, happens to be, oh, say, six-foot Irish wearing glasses um. with a beard, uh, just if I were to <laughs> pick a description of a man, and they're the most charming, impressive person anyone's ever met. And now you have a shared interest in defeating ghosts together, because you've been burned in the past, yeah. and he... Uh makes scotch eggs in his spare time, you know?
3: <laughs> Did I just say it? I would love for you to get with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a match made in heaven. I,
2: t- I think it'll last maybe a day. <laughs> but that's my experience with most people, let's be honest.
3: Yeah, that that be I've stuck around for quite too too long, Sean. I'm contractually <laughs> obliged to be here. Everybody else that's is it. gonna
2: leave. Just in terms of, like, a fucking side hustle, we're tied together for life.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's the take. Um, Shot, I think this woman, I think she's going to find love again. And I feel like this whole singing, I think he'd be mad to turn her down. I think this Victorian ghost and her are going to make it. Um, They might get married. Um, Mm. I think, although there might be a scene where she runs out of the wedding with the wedding dress still on and gets (laughs) at the Paranormal Activity Man,
4: that,
2: that I, I that can see that happen. happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now it is now. Look, the season does come into it again, both for her being cold and also there's a particular time of year when three ghosts tend to show up, Connor.
3: <laughs> She's like, "Don't get jealous. to visit my three guys." Yeah, like. <laughs> I gotta hang out
2: with my three guy friends.
3: They're just guy friends.
2: Okay. They're going to come over. It's, they'll come over during it's the night, all night. And they'll just tell me some stories.
3: Yeah, it's going to be all night. Don't worry about it. What, a Christmas Eve. Yeah, I don't want to spend time with you. I got plans. I got plans. I'm busy. It's a work night out. Uh. <laughs> work night out. Sean, um, I think we need to move on to our next piece of news. A Russian man who joined a boy band competition show on Chinese <laughs> TV on a whim... Quickly regretted his decision, as he has finally been released from his ordeal after making it all the way to the final. So, Vladislav Ivanov, a 27-year-old part-time model, was working on the show Produce Camp 2021 as a translator. So, he's working on the show as a translator because he can speak Mandarin when right. producers reportedly noticed his good looks <laughs> and asked him to sign up as a contestant
2: and he thought this will be a funny story I'll be on it for a week and then I'm back to my gig translate
3: it's it's in and out I'm over in china for the laugh but I have to get home next week or the week after so yeah no honestly yeah I'll I'll join up <laughs> I'll try out for the laugh um, yeah Um, So Ivanov told the program he had been asked if I'd like to try a new life, and he agreed, but quickly came to regret the decision, as he was unable to leave on his own without breaching his contract and paying a fine. He instead begged viewers to send him home every (laughs) week and deliberately performed poorly in the hopes of being voted off. That's...
2: I I love that he's begging people to leave and they still won't let him.
3: Because if you're on a reality show and you say, please send me home, what is the one thing
2: people will do? They're going to keep you in there until the day you die. Until your day, the day you die. The same with like, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. All those kind of shows. The more someone dislikes the experience, the more the general public are going to take all their frustrations out. It's very similar to school, where you just get by by being
3: under Subtle. Like, don't mention anything. If you dislike something, don't say it. And if you like something, say, it. that's grand. That's <laughs> like You need to be...
2: The, the, the primary thing you need to be on a reality show, if you want to leave, is Not entertaining.
3: And what's more entertaining than the person that doesn't want to be there?
2: That's like, that's presumably the most conflict they've ever had on one of these shows. Someone's like, "I don't want to be in a boy band." It's like, if he will, if he won, does he have to be in that boy band (laughs) forevermore? Yes. So, the programme
3: concept, which originated in Korea, pits young performers against each other to trade, and eventually form an 11-member international boy band. Too, many. A, too it's many. Too many. many.
2: That's, a, that's a team, like.
3: Right, so you have the bad boy, the good-looking one, you've got the one that's a bit weird, the geek. one. Back, the centre-back, the <laughs> We need a striker, a sweeper, <laughs> holding it in the back.
2: <laughs> they're, they're just forming a new football team. I mean, like, and then season two is like you get your subs in, you
3: know? No, you get a rival team and then you form a mean machine kind of game.
2: I love it. I love it. Yeah, every match is the final because there's only two teams.
3: <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, we made it to the final, guys. Every year. <laughs>
2: just yeah it's like you're at least getting second place so so
3: ivanov and his fellow contestants were sequestered in dorm rooms on an island and their phones were also reportedly confiscated so what's happened is this name is this man is there as a translator right and Mm. one day they're like so will you just try out we just, you're a good looking lad. I mean, it'll fit well into the group. There's 11 of them. We only need really two singers. And the rest can just fucking mime. It's grand. Yeah.
2: The rest are just like filler up until like the last week or so.
3: Yeah, it's like, oh, you, really, Westlife has taught me you, you only need one. Or Bison or any
2: of Bison, you, you didn't need, need any, to be fair.
3: <laughs> and they had Ronan. They did have Ronan.
2: Ronan was, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll give Ronan a pass because he's a lovely lad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so you only need really three so they're like right you're a model so sure, come on in he's like oh no i'm not a singer sure it doesn't matter it'll literally be a week right just go in and try out and they'll say no and then you can go home it's absolutely grand but when he tries out and he they must have got him to decide
2: something that if he goes through he has to commit because oh, yeah like he got the same contract everyone got there was no yeah. like i'm doing you a favor contract
3: No, and so he was like, okay, Grant. And he tries out, and they must have just put him through to the next round. And at that point, he's trapped. So he's stuck on an island, and they bring him to an island amongst everybody else, take his phone away, and (laughs) say, you can't leave until you get voted
2: off. Like, his only communication with his family was through the show.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, save me, please. So he's using the name stage name Lelush, Ivanov told viewers don't love me you'll get no results and reported and repeatedly pleaded with people not to vote for him his first song was a half-hearted Russian rap (laughs) 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 in stark contrast to the high pop energy of his competitors so the first week he's like I'm trying to get knocked out he's going to do a half-hearted Russian rap and instead of a pop song, pl- and then he said, please don't make me go to the finals. I'm tired.
2: <laughs> I want to go home, please.
3: <laughs> I hope the judges won't support me. While well, the others want to get an A, I want to get an F. As it stands for freedom, he told the news.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it is, though, like, he he's he's even, like, in his attempts to... You know, downplay it and make everyone hate him. He's being more interesting than any of the other ten contestants.
3: Yeah, like the the other ten are just good singers and they're, they want
2: to yeah. be there and they're good at pop. But this lad is like, look, he 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 may be phoning it in, but he's doing a rap on a pop show. That's interesting.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like it's like Jedward. Like yeah, let's keep voting them in for the crack.
2: Yeah, let's see what happens next. Like,
3: because mm. what what's the one thing a reality TV show needs is like characters. Like, oh, yeah. that's what they're begging for. All they want is different stereotypes or different characters, and even better if they don't like each other. Fucking fantastic!
2: Yeah, and like, if like, uh, uh, and, and like, the producer is just there, like, wringing their hands in the background, because it's like, oh, here's this guy and he's a reluctant joiner, but slowly over the course of the show, he'll learn to love music, and he'll have an arc, and then he'll <laughs> perform, and he'll sing his heart out. That's what they were hoping for. But what they got <laughs> was. A miserable man just fucking wishing for death by the end every, of it.
3: Every week he's just like, shoot me. Somebody shoot me. I don't like this. So, he's like, his pleas, though, Sean, went unanswered. And he had to repeatedly keep going back to that island after every show. And keep having his phone taken off of him. As he was propelled through three months of competition. And ten episodes. <laughs>
2: Ridiculous. For three months, this man has been held captive. It's like, that, I think he is held against his will at that point, isn't he?
3: <laughs> Look, but he can't break the contract. But I, I think they're like, you can break the contract, but you have to pay a fine. And so maybe mm. he's a, maybe, like, he's a part-time model, so I'm assuming he's not loaded, like, so... If it's, if it's like, the fine is, like, a hundred grand, like... Okay, I'm just gonna to have to stay here forever.
2: Yeah, and look, you could probably argue with that, like, oh, if it's prohibitively expensive, then it's like kidnapping. But mm. technically, he can leave at any time. <laughs> but really, he can't.
3: A fan base which had taken to his grumpy anti-celebrity persona <laughs> urged each other to vote for him and let him basically overwork himself to tiredness. <laughs> <laughs>
4: fucking hell
2: thinking about it though like okay whatever look this guy and the suffering he's been through ridiculous what about the guy who joined this show because he wants it yeah and he come, if he came in second to the lad who was gonna write the whole thing off by the end of it
3: Fucking Leona Lewis is standing there, and they're going for fucking Jedward. <laughs> they're like, Ah Jedward has something about them, though. Well, I, don't I don't know. know what a, it is. <laughs> a certain
2: Jenna <genusiquai. laughs> I can see them boys representing the lads in Eurovision. I can see it. Watch well, out! I can see him doing it twice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> After making it all the way to the final, Ivanov grumpily ate a lemon on camera and said he hoped people would not support him again. I'm not kidding, he kept repeating, deadpan to the camera.
2: I just, I'm fucking done, everyone. I, stop <laughs> it.
3: <laughs> um, he was eventually voted out in the final episode, which aired on this Saturday. And he said, I'm finally getting off work. I'm free, I'm free. I get to see my family. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the the fucking... It's like a prisoner of war being released.
3: Yes, it's. They've. Bill Clinton has turned up to negotiate this man's release.
2: (laughs) He doesn't want to sing in a boy band. That should be allowed. (laughs) Now, me, I play the saxophone myself. (laughs)
3: He's like, you want to bring me in? I could do a job for you.
2: Bit of a silver fox thing going
3: on. <laughs> um, a Weibo hashtag related to his departure was viewed more than 180 million times and Jesus. was reposted more than 60,000 times, including included by the Russian embassy. And he said, and the Russian embassy said, "Congrats, have a good rest." Which to me implies they're probably going to do something to
2: him. I'm, like, the thing, is, oh, and here's the really fuck thing, is that, like, this man, he didn't want to be in the boy band, he didn't want to be this, like, celebrity, but now, he's probably more fa like, who, tell me, Connor, who won that boy band competition show? I can't tell you. Nah, but this man, everyone has heard of this man. <laughs> His model career's gonna fucking fly off. And that's the thing, he's gonna be more successful than he ever dreamed of, so in a way, he's the real <laughs> winner in all senses of the word
3: apparently there was a full on free Lelush hashtag that was going on to try and get him released from his contract and um, state media began reporting on Ivanov's predicament about a week ago after a popular Russian blogger posted about the interpreters unlikely run it's not funny anymore let Vlad go home
2: the first seven or eight weeks it was hilarious
3: but after three months this is getting out of hand
2: this is you're taking the piss lads a little bit
3: (laughs) this situation's after getting away from us and i'll be honest which is i'm not okay with it
2: (laughs) i like but like it was a week ago they picked it up he had just been shouting into a void for who knows how long
3: (laughs) do you think he kept trying to swim away from the island
2: I I bet it crossed his mind, like maybe not to home, but to like the nearest landmass who would offer it, him amnesty.
3: It was like he was on like the most secure prison in the world, and he has no phone, no way of contacting anyone, and there's just water everywhere, so he can't leave. It's it's like he would yeah, it's like he's an Alcatraz
2: or something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, Ivanov's story which has gained him millions of viewers has drawn accusations of being a publicity stunt but his friend um, had, hi- who he had hired to chaperone and translate for his two Japanese clients on the show oh so his friend executive Ivan Wang had hired him originally to translate for two of his Japanese clients that were on the show so he's like Right. I need you to be their translator. They're on this reality show. He's like, great, fly me out. I'll do the translation. He yeah. gets flown out, and then he immediately gets thrown into this, and now he's just involved in it for three months of his life. But Ivan Wang, surely he can't be his friend anymore. Like, Sh- you're like, hardly going
2: good- Yeah, you're not going to look at him be like, thanks, Ivan, that was really sound to you. Yeah, th- thanks for this opportunity, I appreciate it. No... You, you—he is the one person who knew he'd be stuck there, and he did nothing.
3: So he declined repeat. Oh, so he was on the island originally because he was a translator for two of the them people on it. And yeah. So he's on the island, and he was just kind of bored on the island. And so he'd been there for a week or two, and then eventually he declined repeated participation requests by the director of the show, who kept saying, do you want to join in? Do you want to do, you want to do a song? Do you want do,
4: to
3: do do we- give it a go? Go on, go on, give it a go. Go on, give it a go. Go on, give it a go. And eventually, <laughs> apparently, he only said yes because he was slightly bored because there was nothing to do on the island. And so he had to just say yes for like, he was probably there for a week. And he was slightly bored, and he was like, ah, yeah, sure, I'll do this yeah, show. Wh- the show. Three months later. What's the happen? <laughs> <laughs> three months later. How bored was he after three more months?
2: Yeah, without, and he didn't even have his phone at that point either. No,
3: no. Oh, man. What what do you think of this man's story? Is he is
2: he a hero, or is this a tragic case of boy band's gone too far? It's boy band's gone too far, but also you'd wake up every day, and you'd just question what the fuck was going on. And you'd hate Simon Cowell. You'd You'd hate him. Oh, and, like, there's definitely, like, they have the three judges who are just carbon copies of all the judges on all of the talent shows you've ever seen. And you have to fucking deal with these people day in, day out. They're all like, I didn't love it. Uh, No, I I
3: didn't like it. I didn't like it. I loved it. But instead they're like, I didn't like it. It was a shit rap. You're fucking terrible.
2: (laughs) I don't know what you're (laughs) saying.
3: And he's like, I know. We want to go
4: home.
3: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just want that story was fascinating, and I don't. I really want an interview with that man just to know
2: how he felt because he's a prisoner of war, technically. Yeah, he's definitely like an unwilling participant. Participant Mm, in boy band culture, which gets Mm. mental, by the way. Like, like this is a whole other thing, but I've like, talked to Zayn. <laughs> talked to oh Zayn knows all about it, but not, like I, I'm I, I'm nervous to even mentioned. Can I just say we love BTS on this podcast? Big fans. Yeah, we Big love, fans. Two things we love and we'll never say a bad thing against BTS yeah. and Four Chan.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, yes. I mean, I'm just gonna say yes for fear of repercussions.
2: There's no, no repercussions. Both groups are entirely lovely, Cutter.
3: Nobody can see, but you're winking heavily. Don't,
2: don't fucking say it. <laughs>
3: They're gonna come for us, Cutter. They're gonna come for us. Um, so yeah, I love. Um, what's your favorite BTS song?
2: Oh, <laughs> his eyes. You forget. His I control the edit, Connor. (laughs) BTS song. I like Boy With Love. Do
3: you love Boy With Love?
2: I do. I do. That would have been my favourite as well. uh, Really? You're not a a fan of Life Goes On? Hate it. Terrible song. Man. Look, (laughs) let me just say it'll take blood, sweat and tears to repair this relationship, Connor. This
3: has to help our SEO. Like, people have got to be clicking on this. Come on.
2: We're about to get very big with the BTS fan base, I just feel it.
3: <laughs> the biggest podcast of all time, because <laughs> we mentioned
2: them for three minutes. It, it, it's that easy, everyone. Here are my top five tips to being a podcaster. <laughs> mention BTS.
3: <laughs> number two, mention BTS again, but a different song.
2: Yeah, episode th- or number three, be Irish.
3: <laughs> mm, that's that's going to help. That's for definitely going to help.
2: Four and five are BTS again.
3: <laughs> no, there's actually six. One is B, the second... The, four is B, <laughs> fifth is T, and the sixth is S. That's all the that needs to be said. Um, so we're going to have to move on, Sean, eventually, because we talked about that man is a prisoner of war for too long. Um, for 20 minutes. <laughs> this is a story that I noticed a few weeks ago. And you will know because it's around Ireland. Oh. And it involves a walrus, Fucking Sean. this walrus, so,
2: dude. He's been bogarting so, our newsreels for the last month or so. so. So I understand
3: not a lot of people know what I'm talking about. Michaela was kind enough to send this story in and kind of was like, this is fucking weird, isn't it? And I was like, yes, But it's also non-stop here. And I've been avoiding it because I was like, I didn't want to do it because I was overexposed.
2: That's, yeah, because it's been, (laughs) this is ridiculous. It's been so prevalent here that it's just regular news at this point.
3: Because remember, nothing happens in Ireland. Nothing
4: ever happens. Ever.
3: They might be like, this woman passed away today. This man was in an accident then they're out of news they've got nothing left so then we're like right we've got wally the walrus so sean we did a bit of backstory because the headline here is wally the walrus has been given a floating couch to stop him sinking any more boats sean what can you tell us as our reporter on the ground where was wally before this give everyone a bit of an update Wally, last i
2: checked was he down in around waterford wexford kind of area he's in Uh, west cork He's in West Cork now. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Wally has been... He's a walrus that has, you know, swam too far south and is now just hanging out around the coast of Ireland. Conveniently around the time that we lost our national dolphin, who was named mm. Funky. Uh, Bit sus, our, if you ask me. He's our new water-based mammal that we're going to exploit in a couple of years with tourism. But he wally has made a habit not like fungi who would just swim beside you and be generally sound but for anyone
3: else by the way it sounds like you're on drugs (laughs) explaining
2: this sorry sorry forgive me fungi was a dolphin who was (laughs) quite prevalent in irish culture for about 20 years and now recently he's gone missing do with that what you will
3: (laughs) gone missing (laughs) and we say there's blood on Wally's hands We don't know We haven't found a
2: body is all I'm saying No. Uh, Yeah
3: exactly So continue sorry I interrupted
2: Wally you know when he's not Entertaining passers by And national media news cameras Wally has made a habit Of jumping up on fishing boats uh, and, And I think Pleasure craft as well And causing just ruckus By his general presence
3: Because he's fucking massive he's he's a fucking walrus lads he's a fucking walrus he's massive right so he leaps onto the boats because he just does and then he sinks the boats and then he moves on to the next victim
2: I I can't tell you how like validated I feel because I've been avoiding looking into this walrus because every week I've been like surely this is the week Connor's gonna mention it (laughs)
3: I was letting it play out. Sometimes a bit of patience. Right? Because this went on for weeks. Every week I see the new story of... Wally's sunk another ship. He's taken another ship down with him.
2: He's claimed more lives.
3: (laughs) Now nobody died. No. But he's claimed boats. Up up and down the coast. So I was like, right. Every single week we'll let the bodies fill up. We'll, We'll let them all add up and then we'll get to them. But then... It was a bit of a change in the story this week because Wally has been appeased, I would say, because what they've done is they've created a couch, a floating couch for him, as the idea is if he has a floating couch near him, he will leap onto that and no longer leap onto the boats.
2: Is this a specially designed walrus couch or have they spent 30 quid and got one of those blow up couches from Argos? (laughs)
3: <laughs> they went to IKEA. <laughs> the lads are building out in the sea.
2: The fuck, yeah! Like the like, like the Irish Coast Guard are just there with the little plastic valve, and they're taking turns mm. blowing into it to try and get this couch inflated to stop them sinking boats.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's how do you appease a walrus that seems to have nothing but blood on his hands? That, see,
2: here's the thing. All right, who authorized the floating couch for the walrus? Because look, there's a lot going on at the minute in the government. Just you know, a, a global bastard. Uh, yeah. Other such scandals that just keep. There's up. there's a
3: few scandals involving text messages. It's very Irish. Go on.
2: It's, you don't need to know about it. We'll deal with it. It's fine. But has there been has and this is look, this is a very boomer statement of me to say has Irish taxpayer money gone towards funding a couch for the walrus
3: Um, (laughs) all your paycheck
2: it's just been yours why was I singled out
3: (laughs) (laughs) so they have I don't know where the money has come from I just know that they've put a sinking or a, a sinking that would be awful. A floating couch <laughs> into the travel. sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a floating couch in the hopes that he will leap onto the sofa and not, and chill out instead of leaping onto boats and ruining fishing boats for many people.
2: But hmm, okay. How, I like how we're just accepting life with the walrus at this point. I,
3: it, it's literally like, we can't beat him. <laughs> we need to help.
2: Is, is that... Oh, see, now you're digging into it. Like, is it is it is it a conspiracy? Because, and you've said it yourself. You've said it yourself in this show, Connor. Nothing ever happens in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, the only news stories we've been getting recently are government scandals that are frankly ridiculous. And... The, the global bastard situation. Yeah. So okay, now isn't cool. it lovely to have a bit of a source of, of merriment during the week seeing what the walrus are, has got up to. Are we are we
3: saying either an Irish politician has set the walrus loose or COVID-19 is involved <laughs> <laughs> in setting this walrus loose?
2: It, to, to that, Conor, I say why not both, you know? <laughs> a,
3: a politician who's sick Set the walrus loose.
2: And what does walrus rhyme with? 5G. Correct. Oh,
3: fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How many letters does walrus have? Six. What's six divided by two? Three. How many sides does a triangle have?
2: Three. <laughs>
4: <gasps>
2: I did the math. <laughs> oh, fuck.
3: <laughs> w- Wally the walrus, Illuminati,
2: <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've nothing against Wally. Okay, he's yeah. he's a nice addition to the local landscape. Um,
3: but just know this is news in Ireland that they've built a couch for this walrus. How so?
2: Okay, how inflatable is this couch? Because what's name name a main feature of a walrus, Connor?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ask me that question again. I wasn't expecting it.
2: <laughs> Name a main feature of yeah. a walrus.
3: Oh, fuck. Um, whew, this is the local table quiz all over again. Oh, don't, panic, <laughs> don't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic.
2: Don't um, panic. I'll give you a hint. Name two main features oh, of a walrus.
3: Oh, are, are they sharp?
2: The they're sharp. Oh, as sharp as yourself, Connor.
3: Uh, oh, not very sharp. Blunt as shit. <laughs> um, would it be some sort of facial fang tusk kind of thing.
2: Indeed, it would be. And oh, no. Traditionally, the enemy of inflatables is a single point.
3: I don't think we're just putting, like, balloons on the couch. I think they're spending money here because they said, we want to thank the many stakeholders who have collaborated on this effort, which to me implies they've got big money coming in behind. What?
2: The f... Okay.
3: Who are they?
2: But it's definitely Bono. It's it's Bono the edge. It's, it's it's Bono the edge, and like and Brendan Gleeson threw a few quid in,
3: and Hosier he threw in a fiver. That's the,
2: you know what I'd take Hosier's fiver if he was offering it. You
3: yeah, know he's a nice man.
2: He's a nice he man. Found. He's a nice man. He comes across very well in interviews. <laughs>
3: We should do a show where we just give our opinion to Irish celebrities I, <laughs> and how they're seen around the world.
2: Legit, like, buying the curtain of a little bit. I think that would do very well, Connor.
3: You think? Just, oh, think so. how are we taking on. Oh, we've done Gleason. What about Donald Gleason?
2: Oh, I really like Donald Gleason. <sighs> about
3: Time, fantastic.
2: He's about Time, fantastic. Uh, the Revenant. Um, yeah. That one episode of Black Mirror. All very yeah. good Donald Gleason productions. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Uh, Falling off a little bit, I would say. <laughs> He'll always be okay. Michael Collins to me. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, try to think. Pierce Brosnan, he's Irish. He's Irish. He's he's quite good. Uh, honestly, I don't... He's not my favourite Bond, but I really liked him in The World's End. Very good. What Very do you think about with Mamma Mia? Uh, I'll be honest, and this is my... I.
3: You don't you hit friends, Abba, which is a big week for you this week. That's the thing.
2: <laughs> You're entirely right. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of my friends won't describe me as a very uncontroversial man, but my one yeah. controversial opinion is that I think Abba is fine at best, and so Mamma Mia I feel is wasted on me.
3: People are going to chew it out. If you just keep telling people The ABAR fight Because that is what? Absolute bollocks
2: Connor what do you think About Saoirse Ronan Let's get the engagement oh. Up a little
3: bit <laughs> Oh that's actually A good one um, How does she still Have that accent She's been living in America For many a year, To be oh, honest
2: She's from fucking Carlo or something Like she's fine. But is
3: she <laughs> I, I, actually, there's a funny story. <laughs> Go ahead, it do it. We went to college with a guy who I remember hated Sir Sharon <laughs> with a passion, right? <laughs> and I remember there was one day, I think it was like after she won her first Oscar or Oscar nomination, mm-hmm. like he went on like a 20 minute tirade to me <laughs> in the library. That he was like, I fucking hate
2: her. And I was just like... We did a film course. Like, surely he should have been thrilled.
3: And I was like, an Irish person just got nominated for an Oscar. and She's like twelve. Like, leave her alone. He's like, nah, nah, nah. Fuck nah, this. She's let not me even tell you. From Carla. <laughs> She's fucking ridiculous. She's fucking American pretending.
2: But that's Irish begrudgery at its best, isn't it?
3: <laughs> I always remember that conversation whenever I see her in a film.
2: And I go, I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> you watching Lady Bird, being like, God. I haven't spoken to him in a while. He's just in the cinema, white knuckles, just staring at her. He goes to every film, yeah.
3: He hates <laughs> yeah, her. Um, so, we're going to move on from Wally the Walrus, who's our Irish hero. Um, he's mm. a killer, a Stone Cold killer. Uh, but do not come near our shores. Wally will get you. He's our defence forces because we do not pay for any army.
2: So, uh, yeah, that's very true. I've never been so happy to be landlocked myself, Connor. Mm.
3: Wow, those stories were equally and also amazingly the best.
2: Yes, but they were definitely ranked numerically in order of bestness.
3: <laughs> if you've made it this far,
2: <laughs> God's Sorry, <Jesus, what's> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you made it this far, fucking like, just take a minute to yourself after this. Yeah. I, like, just sit we, in silence a for little of, a little while.
3: I saw much shy talk this year. Just so much.
2: Yeah. So thank you for for putting up with it. Um, and look, this episode—I li- I like the top ten episodes. They're always good to like show people because it's the best of the best of the year. Yeah. Um, so if anyone's interested into why you were laughing your arse off for upwards of an hour and a half, well, you can let them listen to this episode as <laughs> well.
3: <laughs> and, and if you weren't laughing, that's probably—you know what—that probably also happened. So yeah, it's, it's, and, and that's probably
2: more on us to be honest. That's, so yeah, sorry you know about what?
3: that. If we're to blame anyone. It's going to be blamed on ye.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ye picked him, alright?
3: Sean, would you like to take us out for the final time on Weird News Wednesday in 2021?
2: I would indeed, Connor. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this very special episode of Weird News. We'll be back on Friday with A Hero or Zero, Monday with A Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with the first Weird News Wednesday of 2021. 2022, in fact.
3: Is it, Asparagus Lady, she might make an appearance next week. I'm she not might quite make an sure. appearance.
2: I don't know when her predictions are generally done. I know they're the start of the year. I don't it's normally know. Normally
3: around the 6th or the 7th, so I'm, I'm not quite sure.
2: That's it. Well, we'll have to look back, see what she said about last year, see how much of that came true Looking forward uh, to it. And see what we can look forward to the year ahead. Big thank yous, very big end of year thank yous, have to go to all of our patrons who've stuck with us, everyone who's joined us over the year. Uh, shout outs to Waffles real name Alexander is on holiday so all that remains to be said is have a wonderful wafflemas and a happy new year many happy returns waffles uh you've been there from the start absolute divil uh, an absolute divil absolute divil and thank you also to Kira Lawler David Clark Ed Ball Joe Burney Rosheen the wife Palmer Ryan right Time Evanson Sean Groyer Moe for a bro Jamison Dominic, Josiah, Florida, Gal, Green, Anna, Team Irish, Walrus, Hjalm Lil Dicky, Uncle Nick, the boys, Query, What are you doing here, McGrew? Uh, the, the, the saga continues. Um, <laughs> Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this, Sammy De Lucia, Michelle, Merry Christmas to all, Brown, and June, what is best when you have no time to die and you'll never be far from home, Luke Hoth. Thanks everyone for the support. You're all absolutely amazing. If you want to join those fine people, link to the Patreon is below. There's also a Heroes for Hire merch store. The Twitter is at Here's for Hire pod. Facebook is Detective Devilman's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. But the best way, as always, to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist.
3: Just a one please I also broke my pen in the, in the middle of that outro So
2: I You know what I'd rather you didn't do that But that's that's fine That's fine It's like, now.
3: You know what? I play with a pen And if it has a little clip thing That you put into your shirt I'm always snapping that off
2: Oh Every time Every time every No time. I, don't, I don't blame you Connor. I don't blame you at all <laughs> uh, just, You used to give out to me Because I used to untie my shoes absent mindedly <laughs> When recording
3: That was very strange
2: <laughs> I know And I didn't even know I was doing it But look how and ever thanks for listening <laughs> have a good 2022 and yeah, yeah I think that's about it Connor.
3: I think that's it so I've been Connor Lawler
2: I've been Sean Meehan
3: and we shall see you all next week bye bye